Fats Radio, row one, seat one. I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but... I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped. I'll be like, yeah, bitch, fuck I will, I will, I will do that. I'm going to find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay, <laughs> I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like, he wasn't a bad guy. As far as who we said know. he was a bad guy, I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy, and I don't want to do that. To this day, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> Yep. Uh, also, we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, all right. All right, Sean. Hello. This is gonna be fun. I can tell. Why? Why? Oh. I am exhausted. You know, I, um, I'm gonna start the show today. So, welcome everybody to Row One Seat One, hosted by Joey Fats, and I'm the co-host. Yeah. Is that, how, is that how cohorts work, or am, I, or am I also host? I don't know. I think you've been here long enough. You can just be also host. Okay. Also host, Sean. Uh, we are here brought to you by nobody just yet, so if you're interested in advertising in the show, I'd be very open to it. Um, tonight, Paul is not with us, so I get to rest my beautiful feet on his chair and relax a little bit more. Also, I tried banging out of the show, too, and Mr. Joseph Fat said, uh-uh. I need you here because all of my teams lost this weekend, and I ain't looking like no bitch <laughs> like my team. So we're gonna do a show, and I was like, "All right, fine." That was that was actually solid enough. Where usually Joey would be like, "Ah, let's," do, I'll be like, "Ah, I'm too tired. Let's not do it." I mean, yeah, but that, no but that excuse like, you know was what? like day after Christmas. Fuck it. Yeah, you know what I mean. If, you like, know. if like Denver won and like the Lakers won, I'd be like, "Like who cares? I'm tired of shit." And you're and you'd be bragging the whole show. But since bo- all of your teams lost. You're like, I'm not going to be ass like them. We have to do a show. And I'm like, actually, that's yeah, commendable. I'm going to do it. And if we didn't do the show, everybody would roast the fuck out of me. Just you. Nobody and just else. me. They'd be like, yeah, okay, bro. Sure. Yeah. Sean and Paul couldn't do the show. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's why you fucking bitched out, bro. Okay. So I couldn't do that because I can't have my character assassinated in such a way that would lead people to believe that I would bitch out because... The Broncos lost to a three-win Patriots team, and the Lakers lost an absolutely meaningless regular Four season game Patriots team. to the to the uh, to the Boston Woo. Celtics. As if that, like you know, as if that fucking matters. Um, you know, listen, we're gonna get into all of it: the Broncos, the Patriots, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Chiefs, the Raiders, uh, the NFL playoff picture. We've got so much to get into, but first and foremost. I could not allow this show to not go on tonight. I had an obligation, not only to our fans, but to myself and my own dignity to sit here behind the mic and take whatever it is that anybody wants to throw at us. 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts across. Because there was no way in hell... I was going to sit here. I mean, I could be I, I could be on like my fourth or fifth iRacing race of the evening. You know, my wife is off today and tomorrow. She's got the night off. It would have been a perfect excuse 
for me to not I, do I the show have, tonight. I don't have a family. You drag me out of my house <laughs> in this death, in this death fog. Oh, I know. I got an, I got an, but, Am, I got an Amazon alert. It's like uh, the National Weather Service is uh, issued a warning for a dense fog. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Hey, you know what? I, I drove. Obviously, I drove one for you to come here. It's thick. That's what she said. I know, but I was impressed. I was like, man, I can't see shit. Is it reality with wrist thick? Is it? Uh, no, no, no. Less thick. Oh, I remember. I, I didn't forget. That was last week. I, I have that stored in my memory bank. I think I got rid of the picture. Anyway. You, you did. Yeah, I see you on the thing. You're like looking through it. No, no, no. Not that thick. Uh, was it this thick? No, not that thick at all. No, was not no, that thick? No. Less thick. We just need that. as like we need that picture like just put up somewhere permanent. Right, like just put, let me just put it on the flag over there. <laughs> someone's joins in. Someone's like, "What? Who's that in the background?" You're like, "Don't mind that man in the background over here." <laughs> <laughs> that is the queen of death by Snoo Snoo. Um, She's not that tall though. We looked it up. She was like five ten. Five. Dude, nine. she was six. No, we looked it up. She was like five ten, five, five nine. Was it five eleven from heaven? Was that the rhyme? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. she wasn't actually five eleven. They just threw it in there. Well, whatever. Still, it, it, the, still the rhyme tall. was nice. I mean, in heels, she's over six foot, so. Fair. Manlets need not apply. Jesus, not, not even six feet tall, man. I know. It's one of the great. It's one of my greatest features is being above six feet tall. I can't imagine being under six feet tall. No, I'm, what am I, six one? Yeah, you're a couple inches shorter than me. It's your show. Yeah. It's your show. No, I'm, I'm six, six three. I'm six one. I'm six three in a svelte three ten. Like I'm so confident in my height. Like, people ask you how tall you are. I'm like, yeah, I was six one. They're like, some people will, like question. They'll be like, oh, you look taller. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's sneakers. Like I don't know. Like who gives a shit? Like I'm at the point where I just don't care about talking about height. I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm over six feet. I'm like, I have knee issues. I have back issues. I, I only like to, I only like to do it when there's short people around, just to like you know subtly flex on them, stick it to them. You know, just be like, yeah, feel like a pig among guinea pigs. <laughs> I think we all know who the boss is here. But the, you know the funny thing is? My wife, not tall, obviously. Not at all. Um, my wife, if I tell her, if you want to get back at me, just put anything in the cabinets below or in the bottom shelf of the refrigerator. Because your knees, I will, I will your knees are so it. fucked that you can't bend down to get them anymore? Like, she's like, we have leftovers. I'm like, where? She's like, in the bottom shelf. I'm like, that miles will be in the trash. Uh, I ain't never going to find them. I'm never finding it. <laughs> never getting it. Never going to like, happen. She's like, we have that condiment. I'm like, it's gone. It, I just buy a new one. It may as well be destroyed because, right. you know what? Hop your ass in the car, Hobbit, and you know, drive to the to the Shire and get me some more because I, uh, I we're out of it. It's down. It's all the way down there. I can't be held responsible. I, I need this in the attic. Why? You need me to reach the ceiling and pull the cord down. Oh, mm-hmm. I bet you can't get two chairs and get that done. It's like we have step ladders everywhere. Yeah, they're no. heavy. They're too. They're too spread out. <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. Did you get anything good for Christmas? Uh yes, you helped actually. I got I I asked for like weights. And oh wife, yes, she got me a beautiful preacher bar, preacher curl bar. Which nice. If if everybody, I really like preacher curl bars because I don't want to blow up my bicep, but I also don't want to go crazy. And she got me bumper plate weights, which is which is good. So so I can like work out in like the backyard of the garage. And, That's like, right. I forgot that it. she asked me that. Like that was like a month ago already. Yeah yeah no, it, it, that was beautiful. I got she got me that. She got me um. Like work shirts and uh, what was the other things she got me? She got me like a few nice things, but yeah, very nice. I don't want a lot. Like I'm way past that point. Oh, me I'm too. Like, Same. I'm like I could. I'm like such a minimalist at this point. I'm like I don't really care. I was like, if you're not buying me like something directly for my computer, my iRacing, or the studio, I'm like, yeah, there's really nothing I need. Like you want to buy me a car? That that's what I need. Sure. You know, need a car. Uh, but other than that, no, there's not much I want. But my wife did get me this fabulous 
Salute the Service oh, Broncos hoodie. Oh, that's the, um, which, was it the no- November? Yeah, the, the Salute the Service one, mm-hmm. which I wicked dig. Uh, she got me a dope-ass Broncos hat, a bunch of stuff, nice mm-hmm. pair of fucking Air Maxes, which I, if you know me, I have a whole fleet of Air Maxes. Oh, yes. That's me and my wife's, like, thing now. Is every birthday and Christmas, like, one of the staple gifts we get is a pair of Nikes. Yeah. So, like, and it's nothing, like, crazy. We're not going, like, you know, I'm not a Jordan guy. Yeah, you, I, you, you, not, don't, you don't I'm have not, the clear collector cases with, like, all of the years Yeah, no, I, I wear, I buy shoes that I can actually wear. Yes. And, yes. I'm, and I don't live in poverty, so I don't buy Jordans. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, we get, like, we'll go, we'll get either, like, Air Forces or Air Maxes. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll get her, like, some 270s or something like that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, I, yeah. like, I abuse the, the uh, Nike customizable uh, shoes on their app. Yes. Didn't like, you buy, like. Abuse them. What you bought ones last year? I remember. I was like, "This looks like Buzz Lightyear shoes." Oh yeah, the purple and greens. Yes. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Buzz Lightyear," and you're like, "Huh?" Yeah. 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 I didn't even think of that, but yeah, they, well, they I look mean, dope. My son was watching all the Toy Stories on nonstop, so all I was going through my head was all the Toy Story characters. Yeah. No, uh, and it was funny because she actually got a compliment on those at the gym the other day because her and I work out a couple of days a week together. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and she was wearing them, it. and she was wearing them, and and this girl walked by and she was like, "I love your shoes," and I was just like. Oh, yeah. you mean the light year three? You mean the shoes that I designed myself? <laughs> she turns, she goes, my husband's a shoe designer. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he is? Oh, turns my her. goodness. She sees you, she goes, that guy? <laughs> the giant in the, in the corner? I do have an eye for shoes. Like, I do know what looks good when it comes to kicks. You know, that, those are, it's been a, it's been one of my long-standing, like, things. Not me. I just go that black I just love. I just go black sneakers. Oh, you should see the red and blacks I just designed, too. Red and I, blacks? I bought myself for Christmas a pair of red and black Air Maxes. Yeah. Because I've been sitting on them. And they're red bottoms, so you know, the bloods love them. And uh, <laughs> it's true. They do. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> I have a funny story about my red bottom uh, Air Maxes that I have. They're all black, and just the soles are red bottoms. Mm-hmm. And if you know what that means, if you know, you know. If you don't know, look it up and look up what it means. And uh, I accidentally wore those to work one day, and let me tell you, boy, did I get offers. And I was like, whoa. Was like, yeah, no, because I had my all black ones, mm-hmm. and then I had my black ones with the red bottoms right next to them. But it was in the middle of the winter, and it was five thirty in the morning, and I couldn't see, mm-hmm. so I grabbed the wrong pair. Were you, and I couldn't see the color because they're dark red in the bottom. I didn't even notice. I just put them on, and I walked out. Were you like that bear in the zoo that the guy's filming? He says, "Oh, throw up your shit, cuz," and the other bear pushes him off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> you see that video? Yeah. Oh, oh, backdoor Caesar. Oh, shit. Yep, that was great. By the way, when he says backdoor Caesar, that makes no sense. Wouldn't that mean stabbed in the front? Because Caesar was stabbed in the back. Yeah, I think that would be. So backdoor Caesar is the guy stabs you in your front. Like, it's, like, it's like when somebody like idiotically says, like, oh, I did a full 360 on this guy. I used to hate him. Now I love him. You're like, that's a 180. You're right back to hating him, huh? <laughs> and you're like, so you're right back to hating him? You're that's what me. I've done a full 360 on Russell Wilson. Um, I've gone from... Actually, no. I've done now a 540 on okay. Russell Wilson. Okay. I've gone from love him to hate him to love him now back to hating him. Okay. Um, fair. I don't. I don't. I don't think he was the problem the other night, though. Oh, he was not the solution. He wasn't the solution, but like, dude, had no fucking time. It's true. He didn't. You um, get worked by no name corners. We had Sean Wade and Alex Austin starting. Who the fuck are Sean Wade and Alex Austin? 
I don't know. But all I know is that uh, uh, Devontae Parker beat the brakes off of Patrick Sertan I don't understand multiple that times. At all. And uh, it just didn't make any sense. So what do you want to just dive into the Patriots Broncos oh, game? We should. Dude, so let's we just start to. there because I want to get I do want to get in the Raiders Chiefs because there's a, I got a good video for that. Uh, and there's some other stuff that went on this weekend. So 49ers Ravens was was crazy, unexpected. We got a good story about that too. Okay. Somebody hitting an absolutely monster parlay because of that game, which now looking <gasps> back at it, you're like, wow, it's amazing that Christian McCaffrey scored to complete that parlay because the way that game went. It's amazing the imagine, Niners scored at all. Imagine like you, all those guys hit, and you're like, I'm definitely hitting Christian McCaffrey. Like, there's no way. And you're just sweating watching that game because Brock Purdy just did not look. I think we can fully. I think we can remove Brock Purdy from the MVP conversation. He should have been there anyway. No, I disagree. He should have. But we'll we'll get into that game in a minute. But let's start off, Sean, with your Patriots and my Broncos because, God damn it, dude, what an abject fucking disaster this was for the Broncos and. <laughs> Before the show started, gonna, the first thing I'm going to do uh-huh. is I'm going to blame those fucking terrible uniforms that we wore. I fucking hated them the first time we wore them. I fucking hate them even more now. I, think I, I want them gone. I don't want to ever fucking hear about snow capped or any of this fucking bullshit again. Give me my goddamn home oranges or go back to the goddamn fucking 90, 1997 blues with the white pants. I don't get stopped. We're not Oregon. Okay, this isn't college football. Stop with all the goddamn fucking jerseys. They stop with color rush. They stopped stop because they're fucking terrible. <laughs> but this is basically what we. That's basically what we had was the color rush jerseys on, just with white helmets. Yeah, it was. The and color they look rush. fucking horrible. I'm sorry. I think they look fucking terrible. I don't like them. I don't want to ever fucking see them again. We're zero two in them now, and I don't ever want to fucking see it again. So first of all, I'm going to start with that. Fuck that. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, no, no. Up. It's okay. Before the show, we just briefly touched on it. We said, was there ever a game that both of us has, both of us have watched against our teams in the collective amount of times we've done the show together where the game ended and neither of us are happy at the outcome? No. It's never happened. It's never happened. Like one of us, usually, usually it's like, oh, the Patriots would win. It was like a crazy call and you're like all pissed off and I'm happy. Or vice versa, the Patriots get the door, the brakes beaten off of them. The Broncos blow them out in the championship game. And I'm upset and you're happy. But today is just like, there is no way Chad Ryland, who's missed an extra point attempt and a field goal close in this game, is going to nail a 56-yard field goal. And it was good from at least 63. And I'm like, what? The win with one second left on the clock. I was like, you got to be absolutely shitting me. So, well, let's break this down a little bit because there was a lot leading up to that moment. Well, the Patriots so beating the brakes off you guys for the first half. Well, no, I shouldn't say first half. I shouldn't say first half. Let me take that back. Third was, quarter. Yeah. Third the third quarter. quarter, it got away from us a little bit there. And I because- was like, no. like this is." And when Denver came back in the fourth and tied it up, I was like, oh, okay, we're bound to lose. I'm like, all right, right back where we should be until that last drive. And I don't know what happened. It was like it was like the the, the the bizarro Patriots kicked in this year. The team that always fucked up in the fourth quarter just turned it on in the fourth quarter at the end. And the Broncos were just like, we don't know how to play football right now. Like We don't just know what to do. It was from a Broncos standpoint, and I rewatched the game yesterday uh, because when I actually had time. Some of the play calls were just atrocious at the end. Made no sense. Screen to begin, and it was like snuffed out immediately by like by like uh, Miles Bryant. Well, we'll get we'll get to that in a second because I think there's a bigger underlying issue, and I think this I think for me this was the final nail in the coffin for Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform. Yeah, you still think so? I I think. He had a chance if they had gotten to the playoffs and they'd maybe made some noise and Russ was, you know, continued to play at that level. 
I, I think you you might have it might have changed it, but I think if you watch the way Sean Payton called that game for Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. now what's what's the one thing the Patriots have going for them this year? Defense, defense, right? And specifically the run defense, the number one run defense in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was top. I think it's top two or top three. Whatever, it's yeah. up there. And when you have the Broncos come out on offense and they go run, run, pass, punt, run, run, pass, punt, run, run, pass, punt. To me, what that tell what that tells me is that Sean Payton does not trust Russell Wilson. Okay, because he's not he's he's not easily he's, he's saying listen, Russ. And maybe this was the mindset going into this game. Maybe they're looking at Bailey Zappi and the Patriots offense and all the starters they had out and how putrid they've been on offense all Dude, year. We had no one out there. And they're sitting there going, listen. Jalen Rager started. We're gonna, our defense is going to eat tonight. Our defense is going to eat. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go out there and we're going to play it conservative on offense because I don't trust Russ to not lose us the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he might be able to go out and win us the game at the end if it's close. But I also don't trust him to not lose it for us. Okay. So we're not going to put him in position to lose us the game, but we're going to let the defense do their thing. The problem was the defense didn't do their thing. Not at all. And the offense was wildly predictable. The I think I tweeted about it at some point during the actual game, and I said, and I I made a point to uh, to point out that the Broncos' offensive line was getting absolutely zero movement. You ch- you tweeted it out in the third quarter. It was bad. Yeah. It after, was after watching it for three quarters, it was bad, and I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the offensive line and the of the Broncos matched up against the defensive line for the Patriots. They're not getting any push. They're not getting any movement. They're not creating any creases. They're not creating any holes, and the bro and the passing game was so one dimensional, inept and one dimensional. Yeah, there was no threat of it, and basically the Patriots came up and dared Russell Wilson to beat him, and when Cortland Sutton went out with a concussion. He lost his safety blanket. Yeah, how and did, that was how it. Did he get, how did he get hit with a concussion? I don't even remember what happened. All of a sudden, I just heard who knows. Cortland Sutton's out, and I'm like, did something happen? Because I don't remember at all. And Jerry Judy did not. Jerry Judy does not play well. I don't understand it. Like he had all the talent in the world in college. During the game, I'll watch him, and like I don't get to watch him a lot, like you do, obviously. But he's a totally different guy than what was coming out of college. See, I disagree. I think I don't think Jerry Judy's a problem because I've watched a lot of film. After the fact on the Broncos this year, because Russ has been a very hot button issue for Broncos fans, mm-hmm. and it's a very love hate thing with Russ. He's polarizing, and, yeah. And like I said all season long, listen, if you don't have a top ten quarterback in this league, you probably don't have one at all. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't have a top ten quarterback in this league, you're looking for one. And Russ is at you know on a good day, he is a top ten quarterback. On a normal day, he's a yes. top ten quarterback. Yes. On a good day, he's probably top five. Uh, on a below average day, he's a he's a fringe top ten, maybe top, but definitely he's still a top, top fifteen. He's a top thirteen guy. Yeah, I think it's a, that's a perfect. Analysis or at least have. he should be. Yes. This year, he's had moments where he's been. You're like, this guy's fucking unbelievable. Lights out. Yeah. And then he's had moments where the play calling, and you're like, you're looking around, you're going, why can't we get anything going? Perfect case in point. First fucking play of the game. Bailey's Abbey gets hit. Strip sack. I died laughing. DJ gets the ball. They pick it up. The only thing they didn't do was scoop and score. Yeah. Because then the Broncos go four plays and give the ball back to the Patriots at the six-yard line. I was blown away by that. I was like, how do you not score on that? Like, But at the same time, I was like, ah, the Patriots are going to bumble this anyway, so who cares? To me, that I didn't mind as much because at that time, I was like, Sean Payton's playing the Patriots. Like He knows the offense is not going to do do great things tonight. So he knows, hell, if I give it back to him in the six-yard line, they're probably going to move the ball 10 right, yards. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dare Bailey Zappi to go 94, 94 yards on and us they all did. day. 
And they, they and, like drove the field. Well, they did the field goal. They did twice. Yeah. Two two times they put the the ball in the end zone. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Uh. Yeah. No. Because there was a missed extra point. Was it a three? Because they were up sixteen seven. Yeah. And then they had the 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 muffed the the kickoff returned for the touchdown. Oh my God! You're right, Cody Davis. You're yeah. right. I forgot all about that. Okay. So and then then and then the field and then it was a field goal game after that. That was Cody Davis's first touchdown in twelve seasons in the NFL. That's well, good for him. He's just a journeyman special teams guy. I mean, go fuck yourself, but good for him. <laughs> but no, I'm good. I'm happy for him. Like I, I don't want the win. I, I like, you didn't want the win. No, and I, that's I mean, and that's the thing. Everybody's like giving me shit. They're like, oh, you fucking Broncos suck. I'm like, congratulations, you played yourselves. Yeah, I mean, like, good job. You just uh, you just cost yourself a chance at Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, I, I and I you you said the same thing to me too, and I said I really don't think Marvin Harrison was ever in the cards. I always said it was quarterback, offensive tackle. Belichick wouldn't if it's still Belichick, he would not draft a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe I was going off assuming it's not Belichick, and they're going to want to make a splash pick with their number one overall pick oh, for the new coach. We get we get a nice shiny wide receiver with no quarterback. Hey, listen, man. I mean, Zappy can spin it. Zappy just launches the ball as hard as it's, he can. I mean, it's a palpable difference between Zappy and, and Mac at this point. He's got though. he's got zip on the ball. He's got like force yeah, on the ball. Mac doesn't have that. Mac does pro. not have the arm. He doesn't have the the upper echelon arm that no. some of these guys have. But back to the uh to the original to the original point I was getting to where I, I think this is the final nail in the coffin for Russ because if you just look at the way Sean Payton called that game, mm-hmm. after that opening drive where they went up, they went for it on fourth and goal, and they and and Russ like just I don't know what he was doing, but it wasn't throwing the ball towards the end zone. And granted, I will give him the benefit of the doubt in saying that our offensive line played about as bad as I've seen them play all year. He still missed wide open guys, and that goes back to your point about Jerry Judy. With the film I've watched so far this year, there have been numerous occasions where Jerry Judy's running wide open with his hands on his head like, what are you doing? You know, much like Marvin Mims last year when he was wide open against the Colts. And, yes. And Russ is trying to fit it into a into a, a non-existent space for Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. And, and you got two guys wide open on either side of him. Russ is not seeing the field right now. Like, he's – this, this – this offense, the way the Broncos offense is constructed and the way it's operating is so reminding me of Tim Tebow in 2011 where it's like we do nothing for three and a half quarters and then the final seven minutes of the game, it's all of a sudden, oh, it's Tebow time and I'll give Russ credit for that because every single time the game gets down to the wire, he somehow manages to come through. But Russ isn't throwing guys open. Russ isn't making those tight throws that he used to make, that he was making even in the beginning of the season. He's he's like hesitant. He's gun shy. I don't know what's going on with Wearing him. down. I don't know if he's I don't know if it's that. I don't know if maybe it's just that he's not quite grasping what Peyton's trying to do. Whatever the case may be, this is not the match that I think we had hoped it was gonna be. And I don't think this is going to work. And I think the Broncos are going to end up ultimately moving on from Russ and eating the money. Okay, so. And going in a different direction. because, And that was always an option, only and only because Peyton was not consulted when Russ was traded for. And this ownership got him because they wanted a quarterback. They went and they got him. They gave him Nathaniel Hackett. Then they bring in Sean Peyton. Russ is not Peyton's guy. Russ might not have been... Pay, you might not even been on Peyton's radar. Okay. So if if Peyton says, "Listen, go get me," I don't know, fucking Herbert. You're not getting Herbert, but 
Are you sure? Because rumors today is that Herbert might be available. Not within the division. Joey, you realize the organization we're talking about. I know, but they... Who is brain dead as fuck. I could, I could only hope they would be that dumb, but they wouldn't be. All right. I, I, There's just no way. Point, I would say There's never no say way. never. It's the Chargers. Never say never. Okay, it's the NFL. You never say never. Yes. But, but no, go, I don't know, go get me, uh, I don't know, uh, Jared Stidham or oh, uh, Jimmy Jared Garoppolo Stidham. or, uh, you know, go, go. I'm talking for I Sean can picture, Payton. I can picture Jared Stidham working on, with Payton. On go, like, go get me one of these guys on a league minimum. And I don't. You don't gotta pay. We don't have to pay a quarterback big money until we. You know, we can draft one and develop one. I'm. I'm gonna say when it's a free agent. I still think he's going to New England. Kirk Cousins. I don't know that Sean and Kirk. I don't know. Why I would want Kirk. I don't want Kirk either. But I'm saying like Kirk can play. Kirk can play. But I don't know if he's a Peyton guy. What classifies as a Peyton guy then? What, uh, what, what, you've got to have a guy that can that can go out that can walk into the line that can literally walk out five minutes before the game and say, "Hey, let's add this play in," and understand what Peyton said. Like with Breeze, when Peyton had Breeze, they were so much on the same page that they could add in like five or six plays on Saturday night. Okay, and know like, all right, hey, if we see this look, we can add this. If we see this, we can do this. What about reclamation projects? How do you feel about that? I mean, it depends on who it is. Trevor Lawrence. Fuck yeah, I would take Trevor Lawrence. Because Jacksonville seems like they're ready to like shut the shut the door. If they cut bait with Trevor Lawrence, if if the Jags and the Chargers cut bait with either one of those quarterbacks, they're even worse and dumber franchises than I thought. We see it all the time. I know, and all and, the and time. that's and that's the one thing you have to remember too, is there is some quarterback in the league right now that you don't think is going to be available. Who and is it, going to be available? Oh, 100%. He's either going to be available for agency or he's even going to be available by trade, draft day, whatever. Like, you know, for example, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the kid in Washington right now. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Okay. You know, uh, or or the kid who preceded him, Taylor Heineke. I like Heineke. I do too. Like, those are a couple of guys that might be available. But that being said, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that when the offseason gets here. But Russ is not long for Denver. And I've defended Russ all season, and I've I've come to I've had his back, and I've I've you know I've told you when it was his fault, I've told you when it wasn't his fault, and for the majority of the season it wasn't his fault. And there is a lot of shit I can tolerate, even if it is his fault. Mm-hmm. But when you lose at home in a must-win game to make the playoffs on Christmas Eve in prime time to a three-win Patriots team. Yeah, that was a bad. Look. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't tolerate that. Uh, I I can't. I can't do it. Two of your favorite guys ever on the free agents: Drew Locke and Baker Mayfield. Brother Baker, the touchdown maker, send it. I can picture Baker that's, doing well with Peyton in Denver. Now that's a, and he's a legitimate free agent. He's an unrestricted free agent from Tampa. Now that's a that's a match I could see being made. I can see Baker playing very well with Peyton. I'm not even because a Baker. Who, I'm not a Baker fan either. <clears throat> Who were they comparing? I think they were with it. Was it Brock Purdy? They were comparing to Baker Mayfield, who had almost identical stats this year, and they were like, "One's in the MVP conversation. One's not even being talked about." Well, Baker also. It, I mean, it might not have been Purdy, but you get the no, idea. No, no, no. Baker. They do say like he had an ex. He's having an excellent year. 
And I was going back and forth with the um, the Fox Sports guy out of Boston. I can't think of his name right now. Back and forth on Twitter, and 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 he's telling me he's like he's like you know the Patriots should really consider Baker. And I'm like I don't think so. I'm like I'm telling you what you're what you're mm. asking for out of Baker. I'm like you're telling me the only thing. Here's my problem with that is one he is for removing Belichick and bringing in Baker. I'm like those two don't mix. I said Baker was on Cleveland, Los Angeles Rams, um. Fucking who's the other team he was on after the before the Rams? Panthers. And now he's mm-hmm. with Tampa Bay. He will be on his fifth team next year in five years. I'm like, three of those teams are quarterback needy teams and they passed on him. That says something. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't believe Baker is a franchise guy. Bank uh, Baker is essentially a guy who who makes room for the next guy. That's who Baker is. He's good enough to play. But it depends on coaching. If you can get a decent guy like that under a great coach, those pairings work out extremely well. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees and Sean Payton, Bill Belichick and Tom. Drew Brees, Tom Drew Brees was not Drew Brees until he got to New Orleans. Until he got to and Payton. played with Sean Payton. Absolutely under Sean Payton. It's all about quarter. It's all mm-hmm. about coaching. It's always what it's about. It's about coaching. How you can make that guy get to the next level by someone teaching him the ways of the game, what to look for, what to understand, what to better develop themselves with. Hell, fucking Peyton Manning. I mean, I mean, you know, he he had he had Tom Moore for the beginning part of his career, but Peyton Manning took about what three seasons before he was like legit. His rookie season was bad, but like nobody thought anything of it because it's his rookie season. Mm-hmm. But the next by year three, he was excellent under well, uh, soft- Tony Dungy. Sophomore season, they won thirteen games. Loss of the Titans. Yeah, but he still wasn't like Peyton Manning yet. Like he still made those like a lot of little errors. He didn't become year three, Peyton Manning he was, like, until like diligent. Year three, you you started to see it, but it was really, I think, like 2002 was when you started seeing it be like, you you started looking at it going like, oh, okay, there's something So here. was that year four then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 98, 9, was 98. 2001, so year five. Wow, okay. Holy shit. But he was good. He had shown you a lot, you know, but they had some up and down seasons because that team was very yeah, all over the place. Uh, but Bill Polian ultimately got it right. I mean, that's why, because you remember O two. 2 that's when they went and they got Reggie Wayne, paired him with Marvin Harrison, mm-hmm. and then they had Brandon Stokely, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to go three wide as our base set, and we're just going to mismatch his all guys over three, uh, three guys had 1,000 yards receiving. Well, that was in 04, but yeah. Was that 04? I thought yeah. it was the same year. No, that was the record-setting year. That was the year he broke the touchdown record the first time. It was 04. I could have swore the first year they had, had him. You they had, all had like 1,000 yards, too. Wayne, Harrison, Stokely all had 1,000. And I think Marcus Pollard was the tight end who came pretty close to having that. No, I thought it was Marcus Pollard was before Dwayne Clark. Uh, Dwayne Clark, Clark, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I thought Pollard was after. Yeah, Clark was, I think, a rookie in 04. All right, hold on. Colts 2002 team. I'm looking at it for. Go ahead. Because, uh, well, anyway. Um, but, no, you're right. As far as, like, pairing quarterbacks with coaches, that's what it comes down to. So that's what we have to get to uh, if we're the Broncos. And I just think, listen, I think this is it. You know, I, I hear a lot of rumblings about Justin Fields being available, but Justin Fields is not, to me, he's not a Sean Payton guy. He takes too long to process the offense and relies too much on his physical abilities, which he has plenty of. And I've actually been watching a lot more of the Bears a lot more closely the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, just to kind of get an idea of what Justin Fields is about because I felt like maybe maybe my preconceived notions or what, I, uh, what I've seen of him prior was tainting. Maybe, maybe he's matured. You know, and I and, and I missed it. And well, I think he he's matured in a sense of like he's he's throwing the ball better. To, you know, he's doing a little bit better. He's he's a little bit more efficient. 
But I look at the stat lines at the end of the game, and it's like, you know, you get those like 15 for 21, 189, and two touchdowns, and you're like, yeah, we're not winning games like that. Like, you're not winning games in the NFL like that. You've got to be able to have a guy that can drop back 30 times, complete 65% of his passes, 70% of his passes, and and move the ball consistently on in rhythm. You know, it, it can't be what, what the Broncos are doing with this run, run, pass, punt kind of offense that they have set up. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, it's crunch time. I guess we should just fucking uncork this thing. It's like, no, dude, we can uncork this shit from fucking day from minute one. And they tried that against the Texans and it backfired on them a bit, but not, neither here nor there. Um, but no, I, I just that was as about that was about as bad of a loss as the Broncos have had since I think it was what 2009 when they lost at home under Josh and Josh McDaniels' uh, first season as a head coach, and they lost to to Jamarcus Russell and the Raiders. And they let Jamarcus Russell drive like 85 yards for the game-winning touchdown on him. That, that basically just ended their season. <coughs> that seems about right. And it was just like, nah, dude. Like that was that was a bad late-season loss. This was just as bad. Have you noticed that no team has picked up Josh McDaniels? Not even to like consult or like anything. They just that won't happen until after the season, if it happens at all. Nah, but I think happens. I, I think he has he has one opportunity. To continue doing what he does. Oh, I think he'll be a. Fan. I think he'll go back to offensive guy somewhere. But I think coaching is dead, dead, dead. If anybody gives him another run at a head coaching gig, they are Chargers Idiot. Jags level dumb. It might be Chargers or Jags. I'm sorry, or Cleveland. But we can't even talk shit about Cleveland because they've resurrected Joe Flacco, who is, if you remember, elite. No. And he is playing at an elite level right now. He's making what's his face? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, a household name, which is embarrassing. I mean, Amari Cooper had what third most receiving yards in the game this past weekend. I was embarrassed. It's fucking amazing. I was like, Fat Amari is just tearing it up. It's off fucking that. amazing. It's amazing. How can you not love the Joe Flacco story? Jump ball, Joe comes off the couch, comes in for the Cleveland fucking Browns of all people. They fly him, coach, and just is absolutely tearing it the fuck up, dude. You know who hates it? Ravens fans. They absolutely hate him. Loathing it. Yeah, they're like, they're like, we can't believe this shit. Yeah, but you know what the Ravens fans are saying? Oh, please let us get them in the first round. Oh, yeah, they will annihilate him. Please let us get Joe in the first round. They would love that. Love that. But that's uh that's all I got for the for the Broncos for for that. I, I just I, I still just, can't believe that last second goddamn field goal for the Patriots to win. And and the Patriot and the other side of the coin, the Patriots implications of it. Now you start to hear the rumors come out, and we talked about it a little bit before the show again, where Schefter was on Pat McAfee's show, and an official word from Schefter is, Kraft has not made a decision on Belichick. And he goes, I don't believe I don't believe all the stories of, like, he's already made up his mind. They haven't talked. He won't do that. That's not the relationship they have. I'm, we'll find out. Yeah. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. What's going on, brother? Durant. We're quickly, go right, to, right to the Raiders section, uh, section of the show. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, kid? Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you guys, too, man. Hey, your Raiders uh, Raiders gave you a nice little Christmas Day gift yesterday. Yeah, man. I mean, not expecting much. I mean, talk about being fired up. I mean, that defense, man. I mean, didn't say Pete took over. We're the third best defense in the league. 15 points a game. Yeah, we had our little run there where we were giving up 15 points a game, and then all of a sudden the Lions and Patriots happened. 
brutal. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, you know, teams teams uh, teams catch on to things. You know, I mean, teams watch tape from week to week. You know. Well, you know how it is, man. You know, we always see these rookie phenoms come out at quarterback, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's only gonna get better." And you're like, "No, actually, he's gonna get worse." Eight, but Aiden doesn't look like like a real quarterback to me. Like, I, like I, I saw him play yesterday. Uh, and I'm like, I don't eh. know if you look at the stat line, but Aiden O'Connell went 0 for 10 for zero yards for the last three quarters of the game. <laughs> That's what maybe all right, I didn't even know that. That's fucking hilarious. But I didn't even yeah, pick up on that. When he plays, 10, I'm like, eh. Yeah, so after the first quarter, it was 0 for 10, 0 yards. I mean, he didn't throw any picks, no touchdowns, just. Wait a minute. You had no Josh Jacobs, and then he didn't complete a pass after the first quarter, and they still won? Yes. <laughs> That's great. So, I didn't I know, know that. Recap, I don't know if you recapped the game at all. but Not uh, that one. So, uh, Pat, uh, Mahomes fumbled the ball on, on like a reverse handoff, some kind of like option handoff play. Yeah, they, it was like they, a double. It was like a double it, reverse or something. They messed it up. Our defensive tackle was right there. He picked it up and walked it in for six. The very next drive was a Jack Jones pick six. All right, Jack Jones. He scored two touchdowns in like seven seconds. Jack Jones is playing out of his mind ever since being released by the Patriots. But to be yeah, fair. back-to-back pick sixes. He had a pick six last week as well. To be fair, Jack Jones, even when he was here, super talented, happened yep. to skip a lot of practices and get in trouble with the law. So I, th- I, I guess if you're skipping practices, I, I don't blame the team for letting him go because he was just like, yep. yeah, I'm showing up an hour and a half late. And they're just like, you can't do that. And he's like, yeah, but we saw. I mean, you guys, you guys just aren't interested in good corners. I feel like you guys let them all go. I mean, even going back to Asante Samuel. I mean, you guys, no. you guys just, just aren't no. interested. No, we we make our own. That's the thing. I mean, look, look, look. We pumped out this week. We put out two unknowns and Sean Wade and Alex Austin, and they held their own. Belichick just does a great job coaching corners. I mean, the rookie that we drafted this year before he got hurt was playing he's lights out. He, you know, he puts guys in position. You know, yeah, team is, is half the deal. But but know? think about it. He'd rather he'd rather lose a guy and make an example out of him as opposed to I'm gonna let this guy show up an hour and a half late. And undermine the Patriot and, way, and undermine yeah. like like the team mentality. I he's still now, he's still now, committed speaking, to it. Speaking of that, hold that thought quick. Yeah, go do, ahead. Do either of you guys know at all what happened with the Malcolm Butler situation? Since which, you're kind of on that topic, which one? Which Malcolm from Butler the situation? Super Bowl? Yeah, like like why oh, did yeah. he get mad? Yeah, he didn't. He 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 straight up uh, skipped the team meeting at night, the night before the Super Bowl. They they have the team walk through. And then after the team walkthrough, they have like a meeting to go over the game notes, and he missed it by like an hour and a half. And he said he overslept, but like there was reports that he was out like partying with like with like a woman he met or like women he met at the thing. So as punishment, they fucking benched him for the whole game. They let him play one special team. No, they didn't let him play. He snuck on the field for one special teams play. No, I thought the guy got hurt. They had to let him play. No, I think he, somebody else was supposed to go in, and he grabbed him and, and ran in, and they couldn't stop. They're like, "I just go and go." You then they got him off the very next snap. But yeah, but honest yeah, to God, you know, Belichick's real secretive with everything and doesn't let shit get out there. So uh, I, didn't, I don't remember if well, anything ever came out. With well, that. this was a former player that came out and said this is what happened. So that was like the like one yeah. of the like Jason McCourty kind of came out and said it was like uh, like. You know, he wasn't yep. like what he's doing supposed to be doing. Like the rest of the team was like dedicated in the meeting, talking game plan, and Malcolm was kind of like no showing it. And right. but the but even most of the players were like, listen, we could have had fifteen Malcolm Butlers out there playing. Yeah. We weren't winning right. that game. 
Right. And even if it did get, you know, swept under rugs, I mean, that that's really not going to happen these days because you get all these players doing all these podcasts and stuff. Like, you know, the first time Max Crosby was on a, on a, on a podcast, they were asking him about the McDaniels thing and the locker room and how the locker room was. And oh, hell yeah. What happened, you know, so like shit, shit's especially these days with all the social media and the podcast these players are doing, uh, you know, shit's going to be out there one way or another, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, it's great to get the inside scoop on this stuff. I mean, I really don't think that's a big deal. I mean, especially anymore, like, I knew we were losing that game. I, uh, that was my pick before the Super Bowl as I picked the Eagles, and Joey was like, oh, you're just picking the Eagles because when the Patriots win, you're going to act all surprised. And I was like, nah, man. I'm like, I'm like the, the Eagles are, like, fucking good at everything we're bad at. And it ended up being that way because even with Nick Foles, huh? You still picked the Eagles. At I did pick the Eagles, and right. I said, yeah, he did. And I and I said it, and I was like, I was like, everything they do well, we can't stop. And it literally happened the whole game. And I was like, every, no, Brady threw for five hundred yards of the Super Bowl and lost. Like if you would have said to me, hey, I know you everything that they do well against you, but Brady throws for five hundred yards, I'm gonna be like, oh, the Patriots win. But they threw for 500 yards and still lost the game. That was the, that's the, that's one of the craziest games I've ever seen in my life. But whatever, that, yeah, that, that's I mean, in the past. Vanished. Nick Foles was dicing too, man. I mean, he had that that perfect shot in the back of the end zone. Alshon Jeffrey. I remember. Um, I think it was Aguilar and uh, I forget who else. The two receivers when they ran a crossing route in the opening drive, and they dapped each other up on the way by. Aguilar and, and Macklin was, was it Macklin? Might have been. And I was just like, yeah, they're winning this game. I was like, they're not scared at all. Like, they're winning this fucking game. And, uh, yeah, it was, that was a great great Super Bowl. Fantastic Super Bowl, actually. Fuck you. It's wonderful. Loved it. But, no, that that is that is a shocking stat. Well, obviously, yesterday was Christmas. My, my uh, Me and my wife, we hosted, so we had family coming over. We're doing presents, food, everything like that. Yeah. So I was, like, background noise, the football game's on all day. And I'm watching, yeah. like, every time I get on to watch it, I would be like, man, this Aiden kid sucks. Like, he's not going to be the long-term answer. I did not no, know. Not, he's not. I think we've seen enough too, especially 0 for 10. Like that, that like that just can't happen. Dude. I know the Chiefs' defense is really good, and that that's what's holding them afloat right now. Durant, that has to be a first time ever in NFL history where quarterback is. where quarterback is. doesn't complete a pass for three straight quarters and they win the and game. They win. No, I believe it is. I believe it is. I've I mean, never even I'd heard of that. I'd be hard pressed to find. Actually. But um. Yeah, man. I mean, and we, we've done this without Josh Jacobs, too, mind you. I mean, we throttled the Chargers without Josh Jacobs, and uh, I think he's going to be out of there after this year. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised either. I was surprised he was there I mean, this he's year. He's going to pay an $11, $12 million price tag. He's hurt once again. And, no. uh, you know, you're dicing the way. I mean, it's Zemir, just it, Zemir White. It, the Raiders round, were right. Fourth round kid from Georgia. I mean, he, he's he's starting to get his legs under him, and, and he looks all right. And Durant, we right. we said it last year, and we said it on this show we were like, because you were like, oh, what do you think about Josh Jacobs? And I'm like, they're probably not going to pay him because he's a running back, and they dump these dudes after like four or five years because they just find a new kid coming out of college yeah, who's going to do the same thing. Yeah, Dustin. That's just the reality of it. If yeah, that's why they're all that's why they're all fucking shows. bullshit in the off season. Oh yeah, I complaining about how much money they get paid. Right, I've messaged you, Joe, on inbox telling you, yeah, we're probably going to lose Jacobs. I thought we were going to lose him this year, but you know, we kept him. I was surprised. They, I was surprised he came back for this year, but honestly, he might stay in stay in Oakland. I keep saying Oakland. He might stay in Vegas anyway. Such a bad habit. He might stay in Vegas anyway, just because I don't think the team's going to be out there being like, yo, you want like eight million dollars? He's probably going to get like a one year, like or two year, ten million dollar deal at this point. Honestly, I mean, he's not going to make. Yeah, he's not going to break the with bank. The injury thing, yeah, I mean. And it might not even be a full ten million. It might be like 
Two years, six point five with three and a half million in uh, in playing guarantees. That's what I would It'll do. Have to be a team that's got the room too. Like, well, I mean, the salary cap is going up exponentially again next year. It's going to go up to like two hundred and forty six. I want to say that. Yeah. No, I thought it was higher than that. Is that where we're at right now? I think we're at like almost two fifty, aren't we? Maybe we are. Maybe that's what we're at right now. Yeah, and then every year it goes up by like eight percent ish, depending on if it's not a TV deal year. Once it goes up by TV deals, then it starts expanding by 10, 11, 12 percent. I I love I like I would love to work in a front office of football team at this point. Yeah, two twenty two forty is the projected cap. This, uh, yeah, so next year it's going to go to what two forty six. Sorry, sources say revenue projections could support a twenty twenty four salary cap well above the two hundred forty million dollar range. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, which the like records two twenty four for this year. What? It's but only two twenty four. Yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of strange to see, you know, because, you know, we've really been hurting on defense for a long time. And uh, to see the defense playing the way it is, you know. I'm, I'm telling you now, don't get on used. Coaching, I mean, don't get used I, I to feel like Pierce. we don't have, like, the craziest players on defense. You know, I feel like we lack in some spots still. But, I mean, you got that guy, Max Crosby, on the on the other side. Relentless, doesn't doesn't miss a beat. Um. I mean, I kind of like our cornerback room. I said in the beginning of the year, I like the corners. Um, I think substituting Jack Jones for Marcus Peters wasn't bad at all, considering considering we got him for nothing. I mean, um, Mar- Jack I Jones like is like another Marcus Peters. Like, crazy talented, but upstairs, yep. not all there. Now, yep. think, think about it, dude. The salary cap in 2005 was $85 million. Oh, I know. I remember. I used to be like in Madden being wow, like, oh, I got, I got $85 million. Yeah. $85 million. And here we are, 18 years later, and it's 224, about to be 240. But Joey, think of the TV deals in the last 20 years. Oh, I, 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 trust me, I understand the why. That's why. I'm just saying, it's fucking crazy to think that it's jumped up. You can make an argument right. that in the last, it's going to go up. It's yeah, going to go up a hundred. It's going to go up a hundred million in eight years. I mean, quarterbacks take 40 in nine years. and 50 of it. You alone, can you, you know? can make an argument that the NFL has saved cable television. Because most people don't give a shit about most other things on TV. You can just download the programs. Live football games on TV? It's the only reason I have TV. It's like, for live sports. Every every record in, 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 in the history of television, of the top ten things, nine of them are football. I think one is like MASH. Ma- the MASH finale. Yes. That was it. And then and then like also after MASH, I found out the world record of the most toilets flushed consecutively were at the end of MASH. Like everyone went to the bathroom as soon as it ended. Like they said, America had like a huge sewage problem because everyone flushed a toilet like simultaneously, and everyone was like, "We're gonna just take a shit right now," and the sewage systems like exploded. <laughs> but that was whatever it was like fifty-five years ago. That was what eighty something. Was that eighty? Thought it was seventies. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's mash. We don't. We don't. This is not a mash show. But Durant, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think Antonio Pierce is the coach next year. I do not think they think of that man as a head coach. I think they think of him as like one of those like shot in the arm type dudes. But they yeah. do not think of him as like long term as a crazy, coach. That's crazy because I was talking to Joe with this, and I, I I think he deserves the job. The way the team's been playing, this ain't even his team. I thought the the a special I teams mean, coach deserved team, the job, and they not. booted oh, that dude. Fasaccio, yeah, Bisac- bring that Bisaccio. dude back. Whatever, bring that dude back. What's he doing? Uh, he's coaching special. Is he with the Packers right now? Special yeah. teams with Green Bay. He they ain't doing special shit. Teams co- uh, coordinator for Green Bay. He should leave. Year. Go go back to the Raiders. He'll kill it. No, um, no, <laughs> I just, no, no, I think I, I agree. I listen. I, I think I said they should keep Champ Kelly as the as the GM. 
and, and let him decide. And let him decide if he wants to keep right. AP in in that role yeah, or not. Don't make but, it this package deal like it was with McDaniel's and Ziegler. Like that's not how it works. Like, no, you understand it really clear, Joe. You know? it, it doesn't work like that. And unfortunately for the Raiders, they keep trying to do it that way, and they keep robbing us because you know. Listen, I've I've long said this, and and I say it begrudgingly, but the NFL is a better place when the Raiders are good. You know, when the Raiders are a good team, the NFL is a better place. And it's been 20-plus years since the Raiders have been good. And we need right. the Raiders back as a threat to the postseason. We need the silver and black back, you know, in their, in their, in those uniforms in the postseason. Like, you, you, they're, they're either, you, either you're a Raiders fan or you hate them. Like, there's no yeah. in-between. So it's awesome right. for that because it's just they're polarizing and they play. You know, they have that, that stigma about about being, you know, dirty and cheap and cheating. And you're like, well, we can't prove it, but we fucking know you're doing it, God damn it. Like, they were like the Patriots hey, before the, Chiefs, the Patriots. If the Chiefs drop their last two somehow and the Raiders win their last two, we get the division. Could you believe that at 9-8? and eight? Uh, You would have to beat us, I believe, right? Yeah, so we oh, right, yeah, you would have to, yeah, you would have to be right because we got you guys Chiefs week seventeen. Their last two, we we would get the division. Right, same with us. So if the Chiefs if the Chiefs lose their last two, we win our last two, we would get the division too. Unbelievable. Which is wild to think about. Which is why that losing to the fucking Patriots on Christmas Eve pisses me off even more because everything we needed to have happen happened. Yeah, and you guys got a few more of those those tough losses this year compared to us. Like like ours was the Vikings. The three nothing loss to the Vikings was just brutal. Absurd. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah we, that's, had the, we had the we had the we had the twenty one point blown lead against Washington. You know, we had week one against you guys at home, which we should have won, like you know, yeah, we had went your way for sure. You know, it was seventeen fourteen. The Bears game could have went the other way for you guys as well. Yeah, like sure. The Bears were up twenty eight seven on you guys, and then the Bills game. The Bills, uh, what the hell did they do at the end of the game? They they forced you guys to miss the kick, but they had twelve men on the field. Yep. So yeah, I mean, but no, to say, I mean, to say the least, yeah, you guys had a you know. A but we games. that game was on that game was on the road. We battled for that. Went your way too, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we like. What do we always say every year, Durant? There's what six to ten plays every single year. Six to ten plays, yep. not games. Six to ten plays throughout the year right. that are the difference between eight and eight and out of the playoffs and twelve and four and hosting a first round game, uh, first round right. playoff. Even game. just two games apart, you're talking ten and seven versus uh, eight and nine. You know, it's uh, two games, two games that get away from you, and, and and that's the difference. You know, that's it, and. Even even still, like you know, you look through like there's two games, you know, two games are the difference. But if you have, you know, you you can look at six or seven plays throughout the course of a season, and say, damn, if that play goes, you know, let's let's look at using the Patriots and the Broncos for example. You know, the Javante Williams fumble that Ben Powers clearly recovered, and then the Patriots two defensive linemen just ripped it out of his arms after he was down by contact that on the field. That was crazy to me. I'm like, and they're How just like, allowed? New England's ball, and then they go and they re- and they review it and they're like. Yeah, it's still New England's ball. And we're like, what? Like, wait, why do we have replay then? Remember the year they had no referees and the referee said the guy who caught the guy who caught the ball touchdown. No, the fail Mary. Seattle yes. Green Bay. Touchdown. Yeah. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You got one guy going incomplete and another guy going touchdown. <laughs> they're like, fuck it, it's a field goal. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, the jump ball there, Seattle and Green Bay. Yep. I remember that. Like, that was, was Gru- I remember that was Gruden calling that game. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. I remember watching that. I like, like it was yesterday. Oh my god! But um, Durant, let's talk. I want I want to ask you a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously, 
Boston is there. They're in full blown celebration mode after beating the Lakers in L.A. last night. That was yeah. awesome. Of course. And um, of you know, because that's what Boston does. They get they get wildly overhyped for regular season games that mean nothing in the NBA. Yep. No, the biggest thing I took away from that game yesterday was LeBron kissing Tatum on the forehead after the game. I was like, <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I would honestly, I would love it. If if LeBron left the Lakers no. and ended up a Boston Celtic. No. Because this whole area of the country no. would just melt down. It would be fucking it would be Chernobyl meets Three Mile Island first meets all, Hiroshima all in one. First of all, I love yeah. rooting against LeBron. I don't think that's happening. I think he's I don't got either. a better chance of the Broncos winning the Super Bowl this year. I know, which I had ten bucks on too, god damn it. It would have won me five thousand, but fuck. That's okay. Uh, I got I got twenty on the Saints and they ain't gonna do it either. So I I know, I know, Saints, and they're another one, man, just fucking wildly disappointing year. But well, um, what I wanted to say was, uh, you know, as bad as Josh McDaniels was as a coach, and, uh, you know, I do want to say that if I could put any good on it, I feel like he did save us from a few situations. I mean, the way Carr's been playing, $40 million a year for him might not be it. I forward. think that I, I listen, we've had this conversation, Durant, you and I. Thing. 31 years old, big contract. Um, you know, getting those two off the books might have been a blessing to, you know, move forward with the football team because now you got your defense, Dyson. You can possibly add to that next year. And if you can land your quarterback one way or another, it's it's kind of what you guys have been trying to do the last five years, land your quarterback. You've had a lot of pieces in yeah. place, but you got to land your quarterback. And I, I struggle with the Derek Carr thing because I you you know Durant as well as anybody. I've defended Same. Carr. I'm still I'm still kind of skeptical that like you know maybe just the offensive scheme isn't it over there. I mean he still know, he still is playing under Dennis Allen, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. like no one's sitting here being like, hey man, Dennis Allen, that guy is he's and listen, I like Da. He was our defensive coordinator before he became the head coach of the Raiders. I like Da. He's I think he's 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 great at what he does defensively. But as yep. far as being a head coach, I don't think anybody in the league is sitting there going, "Hey, Dennis Allen, we gonna we gotta have that guy. We gotta have that right. guy." And, and then with the Michael Thomas injury and yeah, I think Alvin Kamara not running. I don't think Alvin Kamara's rushed for a hundred yards all year. Nope. So and, and that's kind of always been his issue. He's not technically the best back out of the backfield. He's more of your like reception kind of back. Yeah, he was a screen machine for Drew Brees. Yeah. So like you know. If you're not running the ball, you know, teams can stack up against that, you know, and play the pass. And, it, you know, like, I, I I, think there's more to it than just saying Derek Carr sucks. You know what I mean? I, listen, and I'm not saying Carr sucks. I don't think Carr sucks at all. That's not that's so. that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is I don't know that I don't know that he's an elite level quarterback, meaning he's the kind of, you know, he's he's the quarterback that's going to raise his team up to another level around him. He might be a guy that you could plug in to a team. Like, say, like, uh, I don't know, Lamar Jackson went down and the Baltimore Ravens traded three first-round picks to New Orleans for Derek Carr. Like, I could see him winning a Super Bowl on the Ravens with that roster currently. Or or right, the San Francisco 49ers, perfect. right? Everything's already there. We just need yep. the quarterback. But as far as building around Derek Carr, I don't know if that's a that's – a, I'm starting to think that's a fool's errand. Mm. Well, it was like the Rams, you know. The Rams, you know, had just about everything, and they just needed that quarterback to get them over the hump. Right, and, and they, they got rid of a Jared Goff, who not for nothing and... is pretty fucking talented. I mean, Jared Goff is no, not, you know, he's no doormat in this league. The guys, you know, we want to talk about no. top ten, top twelve quarterbacks. I agree. 
But I still think, I don't know, I've watched a lot of Jared Goff games before. And yeah. uh, I just feel like with the game on the line and the ball's in his hands and you need that drive to go get the field goal, the touchdown or something, it, it just he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he's it's a liability. Not he's not good. Like you said, he is good. He's proven he's, he's good. He's solid. Right, uh, but he's like he's got like almost that Tony Romo, Dak mm. Prescott like aura to him, where it's like, yeah, he'll throw for four fifty and four touchdowns, and he's only going to turn yeah. the ball over once, but that turnover is going to come at the absolutely most soul crushing moment that you could possibly yeah. conjure up, and you're like, fuck, you're like, yeah, but he threw for four fifty and four touchdowns. It's like, right, but he threw a pick, mm-hmm. you know, while we were in field goal range that he didn't need to throw. Like, you know what I'm saying, like. That's Jared Goff a lot of the times, but, you know, it's not to say he's not a talented quarterback or good or he's not a winner. And the same thing for D.C. Like, Carr, I just don't believe. I just don't know if Carr is a winner in this league. And, unfortunately, there are guys that are – I mean, listen, he was on on bad Raiders teams, and, I mean, he had to do a lot of coming from behind. I mean, all those fourth-quarter comebacks he has on his resume, I think he's got the most since 2015. Him and Stafford were, like, the top guys for most fourth-quarter comebacks. They're but there's, a, but there's, a, flip side, there's a flip side to that argument, though, and, and, and it's, it's why were they in the position to have to come back in the first place? Was it because well, because not, was it because he was ineffective offensively, you know, throwing the ball for the first three quarters, and then they figured it out at the end, or was it because things that were out of his control didn't you know bounce their way or whatever? Yeah, those you got to kind of take yeah. them case by case. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would argue with you know just the bad defenses. Because right now, I think Russell defenses. Wilson leads the league in fourth quarter comebacks. Uh, I mean, but but the reason why Russell Wilson leads the, has the, has those opportunities is because he's putting them behind the eight ball early. Right. Our defenses were ranked, you know, 27th, 30th. Horrible. We actually gave him a 20th ranked defense. That was the 2016 year when we went to the playoffs right before he broke his leg. Yep, against the Colts. So, I remember that. I remember watching yeah, that um, game. But, but, yeah, I mean, enough about the Raiders and Carr. And, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about some of these other teams? I mean, you guys heard me say beginning of the year, Browns were going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Unbelievable. Um, I never would have thought that. I mean, listen, if it wasn't for Joe that Flacco. Defense, that defense, man, they, it, it's, it's stingy. They that defense, the defense is excellent. But if, if it had not been for Joe Flacco coming in when he did three Imagine weeks ago, that. this team would have been dead in the water. They'd have been a dead stick because what happens is with, when you have offenses that are that stagnant, you, the defense gets fatigued. We saw it last year with the Denver Broncos yep. with, with Russ. We saw it with, uh, with, with Teddy Two Gloves. Oh yes, you know, yes. Uh, and Vicks last year with Denver, where they had you know a top-ranked defense all year, but they couldn't you know we couldn't get a quarterback to throw it past the line of scrimmage. So, you know, and yeah. things didn't bode well. I think that would have ultimately had been the fate of the Browns had Joe Flacco not gotten the phone call and come off the couch. And I mean, David and Joku is suddenly relevant, and not only relevant but like tearing it up. Yeah, I mean, listen. Flacco's because Joe Flacco knows how to operate an offense. Right. And, I mean, listen, I mean, a lot of people are probably surprised. I'm not too surprised. I mean, I've seen this before where quarterbacks have some of their best years at the end. Brett Favre, um, Kurt Warner. John Elway. Manning. Ma- Manning. Um, even Brady. He was on the couch. He went to the Bucks. But- even Brady when he went to the Bucks. They have some of their good best years towards the end. But well, he was well, on I the think, couch not doing anything. But I think the thing with Flacco is there's no pressure. There was no expectations for him to come in and lead this team to the playoffs. None. It wasn't like he started the season. They they gave him the keys to a Ferrari, and they were basically like, 
you know, keep it off the walls. Don't blow the, you know, don't blow the engine. And, you know, we're yeah. going to be okay. It was like, dude, listen, man, this season's fucked. If you can save it, great. If not, no one's going to blame you. And he's like, yeah, all okay. right, and enter Jump Ball they Joe. Up a few games. They, they could have 11 or 12 wins right now, which is one of the best records, which is kind of crazy. But they messed up. I think they messed up like one or two games that I remember watching saying, damn, like that, that game could have went their way. The Denver game. But, uh-huh. Yep. Very easily could have went the Browns way. Uh, not really. We actually, I think we blew them out. We put it. We put it on them like twenty nine, thirteen, or something like that. But it wasn't even that close. But nonetheless, I get yeah, what you're saying. I mean, they uh, had opportunities. So yeah. What about? So Browns. Go ahead. Sorry. The AFC is still kind of wide open. AFC is still kind of wide open. Yeah, um, I think really it's. Sure. I mean, you would still think Jacksonville is going to get that division. But <sighs> Who the knows? The Texans are right there. Texans should have Stroud back this week. Dude, they just knocked so... out Trevor Lawrence again. He, like he got. The the stills the screenshot they have of, of uh, Trevor Lawrence getting a concussion this week is like the stuff yep. you see on like how to avoid getting concussion videos. Like he looked like his brain was shooken in that photo alone. The one thing I'll say about the AFC, it just seems like it's the Ravens and then it's everybody after the Ravens right now. I still think the Bills will make the playoffs and had they lost to the Chargers, Sean, I think you might have been onto something as far as them missing. Well, but, uh, the Patriots, funny enough, can play spoiler, and I actually feel pretty decent about that because it would be a Patriot thing to beat the Bills, and it would be so Bills to lose to the Patriots in the final game of the season and missing the playoffs because of it. Wait, so they play you guys the last week or this week? We play them... No, who do we play this week? We play the Jets this week? I think we end the season like Jets, Jets, Bills. No, you're at the Bills this weekend. It's this weekend? Yep. And then who's the last game? Is it well, the Jets? Easier than the Jets. Okay, so I flip-flopped it. There's a chance for the Patriots to literally knock the Bills out of the playoffs like this weekend. Like if we beat them, like we 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 like hurt their AFC standing and we hurt their overall record, and it lets other teams catch up and get that playoff spot. But even yeah, still, though, the they're they're sitting at nine. Bad, they're they're at nine the and six right now. So, yeah, but nine and seven, that's not guaranteeing anything. Depends on what happens because there is a log jam at eight and seven right now that's with Pittsburgh, I mean. Cincy, Jacksonville, Indy, Houston. And then you've got Denver and the Raiders at seven and eight. But then you got to go to strength of schedule, and then you got to go to in, in the division. Like who? Like what would the Bills be if they lose to the Patriots in the division? They'll be nine and seven, okay. But yep. what are they going to be? be nine, and the, nine, and be nine and eight. Nine and eight. But then what would they be in the division? No, they'll be nine and seven. They're nine and six right now. Oh, after this week, you're saying okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what would they be in the division? They would be what five and five. Well, they're nine and six right now. No, no, no. So in AFC, yeah, in AFC though, in AFC. Loss of the Jets. Loss of the Patriots. Beat the Dolphins. One and one. Loss of the Patriots. One and two. Beat the Jets. Two and two. <laughs> what the fuck? Who am I missing here? I think the Bills will get to 10 wins. Oh, where's the second half? Oh, they, then they, they finish with New England and Miami. It won't matter at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, no, I'm not saying So they're 2-2. Two two. I''re not saying the division. I'm saying they're two all and, the AFC. They're 2-2. Two two. Oh, AFC. All uh, the AFC. I'd have to look it up. I don't all right, don't, don't worry about it. But I think I think the Patriots have a good chance of, like, potentially keeping them from the playoffs if they beat them this week. Like, Buffalo has to win out to definitely make the playoffs. And I don't know if they can because this Buffalo team no, has really struggled. I think they really just got to win one of the two. They're at nine wins right now. They're nine and six. 
I know. I'm worried about tiebreakers for them, though. I think tiebreakers could really hurt them. I think I think ten wins will do it because I think there's going to be some team that gets in at, at nine and eight. So ten will do it. Well, we'll see. So Miami's definitely going to win the division at this point. Like, there's no doubting that. But then I, yep. I, I still don't trust Miami. I know Miami just beat Dallas. But at the same time, I, I just – like, I, I think Miami plays Baltimore this week. I want to see how Miami plays Baltimore because I think that's a big tell. Yeah, that's a big game. That's probably for the that's probably for the one seed. That More than cool. likely, yeah, because the, the, the Chiefs at this point have, like, lost all control. Like, there's no yep. nothing they can do. And now all the, the Chiefs – The Bills have the Dolphins. The Bills have the Dolphins the last week. Yes. Oh, dude! I, I so see. I don't. Guys, if you guys beat the, them, yeah. I mean, Bills could lose out and go nine and eight. I still think I would dead ass laugh. Nine and eight, though. But I would laugh so hard. Record, yeah. Yeah. So Miami right now is four and one in the division. The Bills are two and two. Uh, in the conference, the Bills are five and five. Miami seven and three. Yeah, they're five and five. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, I I have a sneaky feeling that Buffalo misses the playoffs now. I don't, like and listen, I want the Patriots to lose. I want the draft capital. I, I'm full on in and getting the highest pick as I possibly can. But we're talking about having Buffalo lose and miss the playoffs. I would sneaky get a lot of enjoyment out of that. I would just laugh so hard because you know that team's gonna get blown up at the end of the year. You have you have you have Al Qaeda. And, and not for nothing, if you want to move up or die up or down a couple picks, which you're probably gonna move down because you're the Patriots. Yeah, who gives a shit about the draft it's, capital? It's it's you know the Al Qaeda coach over there is fucking cracking me up, <laughs> talking about hyping his team up. People are gonna get like Al Qaeda and blow up these buildings. <laughs> what about if this is the year that the whole division makes the playoffs? What if Pittsburgh and Bengals just win their next two and they get no. to ten wins? I, like I don't see it anymore. And- and they all make it. That I mean, that that Pittsburgh team's in bad shape. And that if all and, the other teams don't get to ten wins, like the Raiders, the Broncos. Uh, I mean, we actually can't get to ten wins. So you 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 have really you have the us. whole you have the whole team on offense for the Steelers, basically saying George Pickens is being a bitch. Like I don't know how. Like, and George they got Pickens, they're at Baltimore the last week of the season, but the Baltimore could be playing for nothing at that point. We'll see. But that's still a yeah. that's still a division game, and Pittsburgh and they, and, and, they hate and there Pittsburgh. is nothing Baltimore would love more than to prevent Pittsburgh from making the playoffs. Oh hell yeah! Even Absolutely. if it, even if it meant you know playing their guys the last week of the season, but you would see some inspired football from some of the second stringers in Baltimore yeah. against the Steelers. I think it's just crazy what's going on with the backup quarterbacks throughout the league. I mean, it's got to be like a third of the league down to their backup quarterbacks. And what do know, I say? What do, what do I say every? What do I say every week? There's two thirds of this league is looking for a quarterback at any given point. Yeah, seriously. Backup teams. Uh, I mean, all the teams that are playing backups and all the teams that are are that are not making the playoffs. They're all looking for the for upgrades. Joey said it right. If you don't have a top ten quarterback, you're looking for a top ten quarterback. Even the team with the eleventh best quarterback in the league is probably like, yeah, we can probably upgrade here if we can. Like if Aaron Rodgers suddenly wanted to join that team, you're gonna be like, all right, let's do it. Unless it's like a young yeah. stud. Absolutely. But I don't I don't know. Well man, I mean think about it. You got the Seahawks winning back to back weeks on walk off plays with, uh, with Drew Locke I'm and sorry. Geno Smith. I'm sorry, Drew Locke is better than Geno Smith. Geno Smith is ass all year. Drew Locke got a bad he got a bad hand dealt to him. Between Vic I mean, Fan, between Vic Fangio Philly, and COVID, I mean, he got a bad hand not dealt. Too shabby. It's not too shabby. He just came in and beat Philly. So might Phil- be on the side there. Philadelphia's unraveling at the seams. Philly looks like they're yeah they look like they're coming apart. 
all, all, the, all the players and coaches. And it's funny as soon as Matt, as soon as Matt Patricia comes to power in Philadelphia, the team's fucking unraveling. I'm like, it, like, do people not learn with these former Patriot coaches? They just come in and just. What's his role though? He's defensive coordinator now. Really? They made him defensive coordinator two weeks ago. Who was their DC? I don't know. They just they just let him go. They're like, oh, well, we're gonna ask. You they to had step a down. really good defense going, and for they a asked while, him to step down. They placed him with Matt Patricia. I missed that. I'm okay. telling you, Matt Patricia is a fucking snake. He comes in and like spits talk toxic bullshit into the. They they got Arizona and then they they got Arizona at home and they're at at the Giants to finish the season. So I think Philly's gonna finish with 13 wins. So I don't oh, think we also got to talk about the Giants. The Giants are gonna get whacked by the mob for fucking benching John <laughs> Devito. Devito. Fucked up. They placed him with Tyrod Taylor, who at the end of the game was bitching that there was nobody open in the end zone for him to make a, a Hail Mary attempt. It's like, bro, everyone's in the end zone blo- trying to block this pass. What are you bitching for? You got to throw it to a spot and hope one of your guys just runs in front of it. He's like this. He's pointing. He's like throwing his hands like, what are you doing? It's like, there's four guys against nine back there. Yeah. What do you want them to do? Start throwing haymakers in the end zone? Tyrod Taylor. Every time I see Tyrod Taylor play... It legit makes me laugh because it, it, it feels like J.R. Smith is in at quarterback. Oh, my God. Like I he love just it. He just runs out there, and he's like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, just go. And the guy's like, where? Where doing? do you want me to go? I went there, and then you threw it over there. He's like he's like the Leon from the Budweiser commercials. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Perfect, perfect. I, I, I didn't think they should they should have benched DeVito, but whatever. That's just but me. now, to your point, Durant, like two-thirds of the league is looking is looking for a quarterback every week. And that's yeah. why, you know, when you have a guy like a Derek Carr or Russell Wilson, it's really, really, really difficult to come to the ter- come to terms with letting them go. Oh, I think yeah. I can picture Russell Wilson going to, going to uh, a team like the Giants. I don't know if they're going to do anything with Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones is knee. But I can picture him going to, like, a bigger market team still. Maybe. Not after just after paying Daniel Jones. I, I don't see Yeah, I don't see him yet. taking on the Russell Wilson contract. I mean, Russ isn't going to get traded. He's going to get cut. Denver's going to have to eat that money. That's a lot, considering, you know, what they're producing. What about Tennessee? Oh, no, I think Will Levis now. Oh, probably Tampa. Love me some Will Levis. They're going to lose Baker. What if we just traded? Kirk Cousins as well. Kirk Cousins might be out there. Russ for Baker. Oh, that's right. Uh, The Vikings, they're not going to keep Dobbs. They're not going to keep Cousins. They're moving on from both. Little, little, little. <laughs> Just face knobs. Don't go looking for the video now. You just quickly yeah. go to the computer. What do you guys think about the, the Niners after, after losing to Baltimore last night? All right. I'm glad you brought Y'all, that up. Everybody sitting here watching this. Lee, literally, literally. You're obsessed with that video. It's my favorite obsessed. video. No, the cat is. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that um, I will tell you. I'm glad you brought this up, Durant, because quickly. Every week, there's a new number one team in power rankings, and there's a new MVP candidate. After last night, they're like, we got to talk about Lamar being MVP. Sorry, Lamar should not be MVP. I don't care how well he's playing. You know what? You know what? You know what my, you know what my opinion has gone from two on the Niners? What? The same thing it was on Friday. It's nothing. I, 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 that game changes nothing for me for the Do San you think it's more likely than not that – yeah, I, Brock, agree. I think they're still one of the top teams. Of course, they're still, I th- they're, they're still the best team in the league. They're is, still the odds-on favorite. Is Brock Purdy going to have another? And I'm still another, putting my money on them to win it all. Me too. Is Brock Purdy going to have another five deception game? No. More than likely, no. No. Okay. It was one of those games where, like, you you see it every year, 
It was it was the it was the 2004 Patriots Monday Night Miami game and losing to Miami was, just getting blown out. Yeah, I mean it was Christmas, man. There was some Christmas miracles. It, it, it really it was. They just beat the Chiefs with uh, throwing for zero yards passing in the last three quarters of the game. It's and fucking wild. And dude. last night's game, yep. I just read it as we that went happened. live. That I can say that happened. At, crazy. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out right as we went live that. Last night's game was the second most watched Monday Night Football game of all time. Really? 27.5 million viewers watched it live. Interesting. Highest yeah. rating since 1996, whatever that game that was. All the records and, you know what I mean? I mean, very well, two of the best teams, one and two. But everyone's home, too, and it was Christmas. Yeah, I was saying a few weeks ago that Baltimore is looking like the team that's probably going to dethrone the Chiefs, and if they beat Dolphins this week, to be fair, uh, the playoffs will the, yeah the playoffs will go through them. My preseason likely. picks, my preseason picks are looking pretty good. I picked Ravens 49ers with 49ers mm-hmm. winning it all, but I picked Lamar as MVP, which I don't believe that's going to happen. And all of my I, other picks, are I picked bad. I picked Lamar MVP too. Like I picked Demar Hamlin mm-hmm. comeback player. Well, the odds just changed big time. I don't know if you guys look at odds and stuff like that. Brock Purdy was like plus two hundred. He plus nine. Yeah. Plus 1,600 I saw for Purdy. So he dropped off big as far as getting uh, MVP. Yeah, I mean, you throw five, you, you, like, five interceptions now. Like, that's, I mean, that's a half a season's worth. Yes. For an MVP candidate. Yes. And that's in one game. So, plus he missed three games. I don't think I was ever on the Brock Purdy MVP I train. never was. It should have been Christian I mean, McCaffrey. Don't get me wrong. I could see the argument for it. But uh, he would yeah. he if I was voting he wouldn't I would that wouldn't have been my vote. Christian McCaffrey was the MVP of that team on offense, hundred percent. That team doesn't do as well without yeah, Christian you McCaffrey. Could say he's even the MVP of the league, you know. Um, That's what I mean. I I think Christian McCaffrey to like Adrian Peterson when Adrian Peterson carried the Vikings to the playoffs. Yes, that was bullshit. That I, was, that should have been Peyton Manning's award. The only thing I worry about is I I really don't want to see Tyreek as MVP. But fuck, he deserves it because when Tyreek is not on the field, it's Tua turns back into a goddamn pumpkin. Mm-hmm. He is so palpably bad. You could replace Tua yeah, with and Mac I think Jones. The injury hurts that. I yes, think the injury hurts that a yes. little bit. His you MVP could, case. You he's, could probably, put, he's probably not that in two thousand. You could put Mac Jones in Miami with Tyreek, and I think he'd be just doing it just as well yeah. as Tua. I, I am, I am so confident of that. After seeing every time Tyreek goes out, Tua's just like, I can't do anything. He looks at the sidelines like I don't know what to do. Tyreek literally carries that whole offense. Jalen Waddle, I'm sorry. I'm going to talk fantasy for a second. Jalen Waddle, I'm all done with. The guy is another Danny Amendola. He gets hit. He's like, oh, my bones and my knees always hurt. Every other play is on the sideline, like nursing uh, an imaginary injury. And then he has like the hero ball, like Paul Pierce in the wheelchair, comes back. I'm back, America. And he runs on the field and makes one catch. I'm so sick of Jalen Waddle. I want, I want that dude nowhere near me. I don't want to watch him. I don't want to see his awful touchdown dance of acting like a penguin. Just stay the fuck on the field. I don't know if you guys know, but supposedly that old Paul, Paul Pierce uh, thing that you referred to, uh, supposedly he shit himself. Yeah, it was so diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's well known. He had that's diarrhea. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, he talked about it when he was like high and like smoking a guy. He's like, I didn't take a shit. Paul Pierce, high and smoking on Instagram Live. I don't know why he does this because maybe he's unemployed. And he's rich. He just talks about everything. It's like people in the chat will just be like, Paul Pierce, who do you hate? And he's like, I hate your mother, you bitch. And it's funny. <laughs> and it's funny because he's just rich, so he can say whatever he wants. But a lot of times people will ask him like Celtic stuff, and he's like, if he's like drunk and high enough, they ask him about that game. Were you really hurt? He's like, I had the shit. And that was it. He just leaves it at that. Yeah, it's hilarious. But uh 
but yeah, um, got a lot of teams still in it in the, in the AFC. I think we have to let this this week, this next week unfold to see. Uh, uh, these next two weeks are going to be fun. Not for me because the Broncos are out of it and they're they're cooked because they blew it. But I'm we, in offseason mode. They're, they're still in it. They're still in I it. I mean, we, yeah, we're still in it because it's the NFL and technically we're not mathematically eliminated yet. And until you are, you know, it, it's nothing's nothing set in stone. But I don't yeah. think that Raiders Broncos game week 18 is going to be for anything. Let's put it that way. Probably not. Yeah, I kind of don't think so either. But. The only thing it'll be for Durant is to decide if we get swept for a what? Fourth year in a row? Yeah, fourth year in a row. Yeah. We'll, we'll see yeah, if you guys make it. 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 It's already seven in a row. We'll see if you make it eight. <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe when that game comes up, maybe we'll have to put a little Roadhouse wager on it again. Roadhouse. Yeah, that might sound good. Because I need because uh... I, I kind of need an excuse to go back to T Roadies. Yeah. I, I need. It. I, I I miss. I miss Texas Roadhouse. You, you're just playing to go back to Texas Roadhouse. You're like, yeah, I'll just make the bet and go to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, Durant, thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate it, man. Merry Christmas. Have a happy New Year. Happy and, uh, New Year. Enjoy. We'll hopefully, talk to you soon, bud. Hopefully, you don't have to become a Celtics fan. LeBron trying to shoot his way out of uh, L.A. <laughs> nah, he's not going to Boston. That's. No, it was just guarantee. it was just people creating drama last night with the whole after the game him dapping up every Celtics player, hugging them and like being like like their godfather, so to speak. And everyone was like, "Is LeBron I trying fucking to fucking hate that shit so much?" Yes, I, that bothers me so much as a fan. It's just like LeBron, you just got you just got beat at home on the Celtics on like this huge game that everyone's watching. And at the game, you're like, "Oh, I love you, man. I love you." I'm like, no, come on, have some passion. Just be like, "Hey, good game," and leave. Damn, he, he took out Jalen Brown. That was crazy. Huh? Yeah, he did. He, he's not. He need Jalen Brown right in the ass. Good. I don't like Jalen Brown. There's one guy. I wanted to blow the whole team up last year and get rid of Jalen too. They got rid of everybody. I want, they got rid of everybody I wanted out except Jalen. But right now we're doing really well, so I can't really bitch. It's not June yet. Well, I know. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the call, guys. Appreciate you, man. Thank All right, you guys. Talk to you soon, brother. Happy New Year. Be safe. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We got about uh, what ten twenty minutes left. Yeah, he segued into a lot of topics I wanted to get into, which was great. Yep. Like the I just learned about the news about yesterday's game being the the second highest watched of all time. What was the, the nineteen ninety six game that was that holds the record? That's crazy. That game from nineteen ninety six holds the record. Ninety six. Well, let's think. Who was popular in ninety six? Denver Packers Broncos. Oh, Packers maybe. Cowboys. Not not about them Cowboys. Uh, what should I look up? Number one Monday Night Football rating ever? You're never going to believe this, dude. Don't even tell me it's some two shit teams. What is Who is it? So the most watched Monday Night Football game since 1996, according to this, on November 21st, was the Eagles and the Chiefs. This year? Yeah. No, that was number one all time? So why did they say since 96? No, since 96. Oh, okay. What was the fucking 96 game, though? Hold on. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Because now I'm curious. Now I want to know what was happening in 1996. Was that just like new? Was it like the first contract for Monday Night Football was 1996? Packers Cowboys, November nineteen ninety six. November twenty second. 
Uh, no, uh, that was the one you just told me. I, I, I fucking lied to you. Yeah, November, uh, November pa- 21st. Packers Cowboys did wow. $31.45 I just saw it myself. Holy shit. That's fucking insane. Well, dude. there was no internet then. There was, but it wasn't like today, obviously. And if you go back even further. God damn. Dallas Philly in 92 is the highest rated Monday night football game of all time. Jesus, man. Or since 1991. That's incredible. Going back to 91. 32.98 million. It's almost 33 million people. They have to come up, and maybe they have, and I'm just behind in the times. They have to come up with a new metric of how to gauge interest and viewability because people Dallas, don't watch Dallas live. Tampa Bay last year was a playoff game, though. Yes. So that doesn't count. Uh, yeah, 96 Green Bay Dallas. I mean, that makes sense. You'd think of just who, all right, who was popular in 96. Yeah. Cowboys were right at the end of the, you know, they nobody knew they weren't. They were still the defending champs. Brett Favre. Brett Favre and the Packers. You had the Broncos and, you know, Elway. Yeah, the Vikings were doing some things, but they weren't there yet. But, yeah, that makes sense. I can see why that would be. That was, that. Were, that's, what did I say? Cowboys, Packers. Uh-huh. Those are your two big teams. And then, obviously, the, the but the Super Bowl rematch on Monday night. Philly KC. I guess. But still, like, like um, there has to be a way to, like, judge, like, people. Does that count streamers, live viewing? You know what I mean? No, I think this is just cable. Yeah, see, there has to be a new metric that, that they come out with. But you can't. It's impossible. They, they're trying. I mean, they can vaguely guess. I mean, it's not impossible. They can guess, but it's an imperfect science. Yeah. I Which wish. is why everybody's directing you to streaming things. So, like, even if you go to, like, say, like, you want to stream the game on, uh, on like, the NFL app or whatever it is. Yep. Like, you got to sign in with your TV provider. Yep. That's why they have you sign in with your TV provider because they need to know. They need, that's how they track it. Fair enough. See about Amazon Video next year? No, what? They're going to start adding two ninety nine to your bill. Oh, for football? Just, I think in general, like if you want to watch anything, which I was like so pissed about, I'm like, oh, like Amazon's getting like ridiculously priced for everything. Everything's getting overpriced. It's just too much. I mean, just the Amazon, like Amazon Prime's great just for the shipping in itself. Yeah, but it's hundred and forty dollars now. Yeah, but I mean, think about it, dude. I could. I save money on the shipping. I'm not the lie shipping, I order, I order so much shit from Amazon. My wife, I Amazon driver, absolutely hates my wife. I did most of my Christmas shopping on Amazon this year. My wife too. I did. I do most of my daily shopping on Amazon. I don't. Because I can get it nine out of ten times. You can get stuff 10, 20 bucks cheaper on Amazon than you can say it. Like, like for example, I'm looking for like a new mouse and keyboard for my new computer. Okay, fair. Yes, yes. You know, that's true. at Best Buy, it's like 150 bucks. On Amazon, it's 120 Fair. Okay. For the exact same thing. And I get free shipping and it shipped to my house, you know, sometimes the next day. Yes. So yeah. it's not even like I'm waiting for that it. Is, that is very helpful. I'm not going to lie to you. And then, you know, the, the prime, the video between the shipping, the streaming, like I use a lot of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Amazon is a very, very, very used company in my house. Well, pretty soon in our area, they're, they're trying to get it to be next day, like same day, next day. Because they had that, uh, that distribution center in Fall River, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool if it gives you the option on Prime. It gives you the option to, like, next day, two days, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty soon it'll be an option of, like, you can get delivered this by drone, and it'll just fly it into the area. Creepy. That is creepy. I don't know if I like that. What about that little robots in, like, L.A. in the big cities that people just steal it and break into it? 
They just no, beat- no, that was the one that remember that was that that hitchhiking robot. Remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago? It got to Philly and they were like, fuck this robot. Yeah. They just fucking killed no, it. No, but I'm pretty sure in San Francisco they have Amazon delivery robots that drive to the house and then it'll, then it'll, like, it'll go off and you, it opens up in front that of you. That is fucking terrifying, But dude. people just beat the shit out of it with bats and steal the packages. I mean, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, you just get, get yourself like a little, uh, get yourself one of those little guns with the nets on it, shoot the drone down as it's coming in, be like, thank you. It's it's over like the Bronx like that people gah, 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 like it's GTA <laughs> yeah it's like it's 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 like doing the uh, it's like doing the Death Star run in, 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 in Star Wars yeah like all right we gotta get this to, like the, you know you gotta get it to that two meter wide fucking doorway you gotta drop you gotta swoop in and drop the package right as you're fucking bailing out so you don't get clipped. you have to go so fast to <laughs> things zooming um, we never Just talked like about smoking birds oh. you know we never talked about we talked about GTA on here a lot but a few weeks ago like they dropped the new trailer. About GTA Six, and we never talked about it. And it's like like the biggest gaming thing in the world. It had like two hundred million views in twenty four hours. Yeah, because GTA Six is gonna be fucking sick. The only problem is it's not coming out for a year. No, twenty twenty four for console, twenty twenty five for PC. That's bullshit. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to wait till twenty twenty five to play it. But I'm not it's gonna, gonna new, be yeah. But I'm not gonna buy a new console, so I'm not. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Are there any new consoles coming out between now and then? No, it's PS5, but I don't feel like buying a PS5. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm due for a new Xbox anyway. Oh, there you go. So I might just get one and, and, and do that, but... What do you have, the S? No, I have the fucking... I'm still on Xbox One. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what the new one is. I thought it was the Xbox S, isn't Oh, it? the Xbox X. Is it the X? I don't even know. I'm so far behind in the gaming system. I don't give a shit about consoles anymore. Like they're all the same. I have a PS4. That's all I've played when I have time to do anything. That and I have like a game emulator that I play like old school like 80s and 90s shit on. I played the Simpsons game the other day, like the entire game. I was like, oh, this is yeah, the Xbox Series X. Four hundred. I could get it right now. Four hundred thirty-six bucks on Amazon. Wow, seventy dollars off. Yeah, no shit. Uh, but that's like what my power supply costs for my computer. Damn. So no. How's that coming, by the way? Uh, everything's in. Everything nice. is everything is here. The motherboard finally came in, and uh, now we just. Uh, you should do like a YouTube like putting it together video. Nobody wants to watch me put together a fucking computer, dude. Nerds love that shit. They can be like, you hooked up the wrong wire to the wrong hard drive. And Joey's like, why don't you kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, that video I'm, is immediately deleted. I'm, uh, I'm hiring my cousin to do it. And by hiring, I mean coaxing. And You should do this for me. Please come over here and do this for me because I have $5,000 worth of computer parts. And I don't know what to do with them. Fair, honestly, I would be terrified of doing the wrong thing. Same thing. I'll, I'll try a bunch of shit with I my did, house to do. I did this one with yeah. him. So like I kind of know like what to do. I don't. Like I kind of know how to do it. Like I it's, don't it's mess actually electrical. it's actually very it's it's not electrical at all actually, which is the nice part. It's very straightforward. Mm. Like the hardest part to me is just making sure like you know you put the right goop on the on I the would, processor. I would do it wrong. You know, and you put it on the motherboard. Like you hook it up. And, like making sure like that 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 uh what's that that like white um. Not silicone, but uh, is it silicone? I have no idea. Gel? I don't forget what it was. This is why I but don't anyway, do this. It's There's like certain little things, and there's like little tricks that like if you know what you're doing, you're like, oh, I see. Okay, I've done this before. That That's where that goes. Okay. And like you can make the cables, you know, a little cleaner and make them look a little bit nicer. But like my my case, the, the both sides are hinged. So you just hinge. They just, you just open them up like doors. Like you don't even have to. Uh, you know, there's not 10 million thumb screws like on that thing or like six like there are on this. Like, you you know, it's like toolless. You don't need mm. tools. 
And then you, know, you do for the inside, but you know, you ratchet in a few things, do a couple things here and there, boom, I would, boom, no. boom. I would have one of those like blast shields, like a welding thing. Like, I don't know if this thing could blow up. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, I am very much looking forward to getting that. The only thing I'm not looking forward to about having a super high-end gaming PC is I have to now go spend more money on a super high-end gaming monitor. Do you, though? Yes, because that thing is not going to cut it at all. 60 frames per second. 60. I don't know. What's, what's, what are you supposed to be? I don't know. I'm like shooting for like 200, 240. Is that even possible? My eye can't see it, but I can do it. So how do you even know it's there? Like you a don't. tree falling in the woods. You just measure it. Maybe that tree was already there for because, years. Because the stats tell you it was. It did it. So you're like, yeah. And, and, and frames per second, like if you're chasing frames, like you're probably playing FPSs. Like you're playing, you're doing first person shooters. But like I'm playing iRacing. I don't need frames. I need graphics. So I want to see like depth you, 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 and you shadows see, and you want to see the flames explode out of the engine in slow motion. You're like, yes, <laughs> exactly. So when I, you know, when I post a video of me, oh, for by the way, I, I no Bernard Paul and I saw congratulated me again. Yeah, the other day on my glorious win at Indianapolis. Finally, you, why don't you just make what the the row one car? Can you get like alternate like skins for the car? Yeah, why don't you just make one? Tom Brady's knee getting blown out. You know, <laughs> you have row one on the side and on the back and on the hood. It's just Brady's knee getting blown out. And on the other side, you can have this my dog, but not. And he's like, listen, guy, this is getting too much. He's like, all right, now you're just being weird. <laughs> you can tell everybody. We were talking. We were talking in the pregame uh, pre-race lobby. Yeah. Because uh, some kids was like, oh, he's like, oh, what are you from Jersey? And I'm like, no, I'm like, fucking no. I'm like, learn your accents, bro. I'm from fucking southeastern Massachusetts. Yes. And he's Basically like, and he's like, and he was like, oh, I went to a game there one time, and now I knew Bernard Pollard was in the lobby because yeah. I look at the entry list every time because yeah. you never know who's going to pop into an iRacing lobby. Like last night, Dale Jr. was on. Earnhardt. Yeah, he was in like Class C racing like Arca at Talladega. What? And everybody was like, hey guys, um, just a heads up, Dale Jr.'s in here, and like people started like flocking to the game, like because everybody wants to get a chance to race against Junior. I. All right. I don't know if you. I think I've told you this. I He's love the Pied Piper. I love going on like TikTok and jumping into like people like screenshot like videos of like pregame and postgame lobbies. Yeah. And some of the videos of people like pure Southerners, like the thickest Southern accents, like man, you fucking like like going off about like small oh, things that happen it. in the thing, cracks me up so much. It's the because best. that's like that's like today's current version of like trash talk from like Modern Warfare back when we played it. And it's guys like our age being like, you know, you shouldn't have double shifted. I don't know the terminology, but I was like, I was like dying. It's it's funny. So like iRacing is a different animal because everybody thinks everybody thinks they're Dale Earnhardt Jr. or Fernando Alonso. Okay. And and they're not not even close. Can you do like the F1 races games? Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. iRacing has everything, dude, from like sprint, like uh, like sprint carts on dirt. OK, like I, a couple of nights ago, I was racing Miatas. At some track in the UK. Like Mazda? That I've never heard of. Yeah. Why? Uh, I was There was nothing else to race, and I was bored, and I wanted to race. What about those little like, ones that drive on dirt, and they go flying off of like hills? And go, and like the fly. Baja trucks? No, not trucks. These or are like, like Rallycross? Yeah, yeah. Rallycross. Yeah, I've done that in a VW Beetle, of all things. Is there an accident where you can actually zoom too far and hit people that are standing right there on the edge of the road? Well, there's no like actual spectators, but yes, you can go off the track, yes. <laughs> it's happened before. I watch those videos like how are these people not but, uh, watch these things. But we were talking and I and we got and the kid who, uh, who thought I was from Jersey was from he was from the south somewhere and he was like, "Oh, uh, 
He's like, yeah, I went to a game at Gillette Stadium one time, and he's like, I tell you, man, Patriots fans are the fucking worst. He's like, I was fucking terrible, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I've never gone to Gillette Stadium without wearing the other team's jersey. And I fought my way in and out of that place, I don't know, two dozen times at this point in my life. Like, I'm retired from that now, but, you know, I've broken a few jaws, hypothetically speaking, uh, at Gillette Stadium. And I was like, I even have Bernard Pollard. I was like, I started the Bernard Pollard fan, you know, fan club September 7th, 2008. And I just hear BP laughing. And he's laughing. Like, it shows his name. And then laughing. <laughs> and he's laughing. Cackling, and yeah. he's cackling. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I had that picture put on a T-shirt. And I wore it around Boston one night with my wife and a bunch of her friends from, from uh, Northeastern. And we went bar hopping. And all the bouncers were like, yo, what's on your shirt? What is that? What are the people were like, what is that? And they were like, ah, ah. Like, you're a dick. And the guy's like, damn, he's like, you didn't get, like, beat up for that shit? And I was like, dude, I'm 6'3", 310. No. <laughs> Some like, people think I'm Ron Brace. I was like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't bring that part up. But I'm, I'm like, joking. I have, I have pulled off, you know, being a 6'5", black guy in a strip club before. Um, Which makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. But, man, that was, I got so many free drinks. I'm telling I'm you. Still you waiting, should, I'm still waiting for the picture to surface. You should make that that car and the the eye racing i would laugh so hard i could do that you should just do it maybe i'll do it in like in maybe i'll do it this year in september for like the, to commemorate you know like the what's it 12 what's four it's 24 year 16th anniversary? anniversary oh yeah i'm saying 24 the 16th anniversary of the great one destroying <laughs> tom guess. brady's acl and just ending any hopes of another of a repeat of 07 yeah no it's phenomenal. Game but, one. Just but be, but Bernard year. Pollard told me straight up. He's like, yeah, because he's seen the shirt. I've showed him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's la- he laughs at it. And, like, we end up in the same lobby all the time because we're pretty similar skill level. I think I've said that before. Yeah. And he was just like, yo, you're wild for that one, bro. And I was like, listen, man. I was like, I might not be. I, w- I once went to a, a spring training Patriots game with all in Broncos gear. And everyone was like. You're a piece of shit for doing that, but you're not you're not big enough to harass, so we're not gonna harass that, you. That was that one kid that came out there. He's like, You're lucky you're so fucking big. Because yes. otherwise I'd be talking mad shit to you. Yeah. Because I had my Vaughn Miller jersey on. That was the year we beat you guys in the yes, Asian Championship. Yes, yes. And yeah, the, the Broncos had everything like that too. And then That was uh, funny. That was funny because the guy was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're a piece of shit, but I gotta respect it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the fun fans. It's when the actual games are taking place. And people think they're, like, on the team. And and then they get, you know, they get a couple of, you know, they get a little liquid courage in them, and then they think they can they can, they can can box. They have a couple of libations, and they're like, oh, let's My favorite uh... thing, though, is, like, every single time, like, they all, they all, like, they'll square up like they're in the UFC, and I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, what do you think? I was like, I know you can't fight. Look, at, you, look at your Leg feet. And you, just, and you just rush them, and they throw one punch, you dodge it, you grab them, you slam them to the ground, and then just... Or you connect with them on one swift punch because they're not paying attention. That's happened too. But I could go on and on about my uh, my no, no. battles. People, people watch UFC and think they can. Just, like, I can do that. It's like yeah, just, you can't uh, fight. To quote one of the greatest movies of our generation, sir, you don't just hop in the ring with Ali because you no think you sh- can box. No shit. Like if I got into a fight today, like I, I have no business getting into a fight. That's right. Like I'm like I'm like, dude. I'm gonna be 39 in like three weeks. No shit. I mean, what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit here and square up with a 22 year old at no Gillette kidding. now. I'm like, like, listen, don't get me wrong. Fifteen years ago, I oh, should it's, beat it's you. on. I'm gonna be honest, with you. I I should beat you, like probably for the like for the sheer fact of I'm not afraid of getting hit, but at the same time, I'm also not gonna fight you. But I'm just like I, I'm not gonna pretend to know I'm a fighter. Like it's just not gonna happen. I'm afraid of getting hit. 
No, I'm only not. because only for the only because I have zero tolerance for pain, and when something hurts me, I black out and I see red, and my only object, my only objective becomes to destroy whatever is hurting me, and being like, and I'm not saying like I'm the biggest, strongest guy in the world, but I'm bigger and stronger than most average people. Yeah, definitely stronger than most average people. And absolutely. what the damage I could uh, do to another human being. Without really knowing what I'm like, without even really trying, kind of scares me a little bit. That's why I'm afraid of getting hit because I'm like, if you hit me, I can't be held responsible for how I'm going to react because I don't tolerate pain well for whatever reason at all. Like for like, I'm a big dude, and people like you know people always come up to you and they like they, you know because you're big, they like to slap you and hit you and pinch you and do all this other thing because you're big, it doesn't yeah. bother you. And I'm like, it's annoying. I'm like, dude, that shit bothers the fuck. That's why I don't do it to people. I don't do any of that no, shit to anybody. I don't, I don't slap people because I'm like, if you do it to me, I'm gonna fucking put my elbow through your teeth. Like, and I'm and I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's just a natural instinct. The, whatever you, what, I don't know why this reminded me of that, but you, you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Pieces of it. I've never actually right. seen the movie. When when there's a part where Bruce Lee is talking to Brad Pitt's character, and he goes, and Bruce Lee is being like a cocky, arrogant asshole behind the scenes in a movie. And Brad Pitt's character is a stuntman for the movie. And Brad Pitt's character's playing it cool. And he's giving him Bruce Lee's character shit. And Bruce Lee goes, oh, my hands are registered weapons. So if I hit you hard enough, I'll kill you. And Brad Pitt cocky responds, if anybody hits anybody hard enough where it kills them, you go to jail. It's called manslaughter. (laughs) (laughs) And it just like, it was like a throwaway one-liner. And I never forgot it. And it just fucking cracks me up every time I hear somebody say like, I'll kill you with my hands. Like, they've registered weapons. I don't know. You didn't say that, obviously. But it made me think of that movie, and I was like, that is so funny. I never thought of that. He goes, if any man kills another man with his fist, it's called manslaughter. You're going to jail anyway. Like, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, And there's no word. Like, it's like that guy that got. Remember we had that issue. Uh, was it this year or last year where that guy died in the stands? Yeah, that was this season. That was this season, yeah, right? Yeah, that was so hard. That was the Dolphins game, right? And he, allegedly, we we remember initially we thought like we're like, oh no, the kid punched him, he fell, hit his head, and died. Like, because that's the worst fucking thing in the world to have happen. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And either it it sucks to have, it sucks to have it happen to somebody you know, because it's such a senseless way to lose a life. And it equally kind of sucks for the guy that does it because he wasn't trying to kill you; he was just. You just got into a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nine out of ten times. Yeah. You know, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Say eight out of ten times because I'm sure there are people who have, are malicious. But it's like if you and I just get into an argument at a Patriots game and pushing leads to shoving and then we're throwing blows and I hit you and you fall and hit your head on a bar stool the wrong way and you die. Like I didn't want to kill you. I just wanted to punch you in the face and win the fight. Yes. And then we, I pick you up. We shake hands. I buy you a beer. And we go on our merry way. Yeah. Like, that's how it's supposed to work. That's yeah, how yeah. it used to work. The gentleman's fight. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes. Like, we have a disagreement. It's, you know, glove slap. You know, and <laughs> I like, challenge you to a duel. Yeah, but it's not like that anymore. Now no. everybody's, you know, people got weapons. They and, they and when they get beat or they're getting beat, you know, somebody else going to jump in. Or when the, you know, the kid's beating the other kid, then, you know, six other people got to jump in and pile on the guy that's getting beat. And it's like craziness. You don't need to do all that, man. Like, just one on one. Or, Keep if, it out. or if you're in UFC and you lose the fight, you now blame it on politics. That's a new one. 
Yep. Kobe Covington, he goes, oh, I, the fight was called not in my favor because I'm a Trump supporter. I'm like, bro, that is a crazy thing to say. I mean, he's probably not wrong. No, but... he was 100% wrong. He, he he lost every round. And then when the, when, the, when the final bell went off, he raised his hands. He was like, yeah. Is he the one that told LeBron to go fuck himself? Yeah, I was. Love that. Yeah. He told the what he told LeBron was true though. He's like LeBron's like such a like a fake piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. And like he hates Enos, this Enos has been calling him out for the last three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's a fake piece of shit. He's always like every everything everybody does everything wrong in this country, and he benefits the most from everybody. And then he's the first person to like shit talk everybody else, which I was like, he's 100 percent right Nudie on that poonies. one. But then at the end of the game, I'm mean, sorry, at the end of the fight, he's fighting that dude, and I can't think of his name. He lost every fucking round. I Clearly. do. I think I do actually remember hearing. And about then this. he, like, for the last minute, he got on top of the guy and did like grounded pound, and there was, and the guy had like no damage. But he gets up and he's like, "All right, you had me for the he last had like, no minute." Damage. You had me for the last minute, and he raised his hands. He's like, "Victory." He had too much mana. You inflicted no damage. Yes, and then literally, like when they called, the, they said it's a unanimous decision. The guy won like basically forty nine. I'm sorry, like forty nine, forty five. The whole thing, right? And he's like, "How did I lose every round?" It's like, well, you didn't do well. That's how you lost every round. How did I lose every round? Well, because there's this new thing called fighting, and you kind of sucked at it tonight. Like, you know, you might be able to beat up me, you know, me who has no experience, and probably, like, I'd say nine-tenths of the population, um, but the guy who has equal amount of experience as you or, you know, and had a better night, he won because he was better. He didn't even do anything it's wrong. It's called competition. He, uh, it's, it's weird. It's this new thing. The guy, the guy just out. told my pre-fight. Which, by the way, did you see our boy Connor Matthews speaking to UFC? Yeah, he's in the UFC now. He's in the UFC now. Yes, like officially, he's, officially. His officially. like his Instagram, and if you don't follow him, um, ah. I highly recommend you do. If you're a UFC fan, go hold on. Check his go check his shit out. He is doing very well. Like he's doing all sorts of good, like cool shit now. Like I'm like super proud of the kid. And I've I've only talked to him once on this show. We've only I've never met him in in real life, but I, I'd like to get to one of his fights and and shake his hand because my little cousin's big into. Uh, into you know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and he's really good at it and he he wants to start doing uh, MMA style stuff so I'm like oh maybe I could get go you know go watch some of these fights and and see Connor won't be at him you know and unless he's a spectator at this point because he's way above and beyond that but um, but it's rad as fuck though Connor's doing really really well uh, looks like he's doing awesome I'm I'm rooting for him I can't wait for uh, I'm like praying to God there's a pay per view one of these nights he... that I can uh, that I can order because I will buy it if he's fighting. If he's fighting, I will actually pay the hundred bucks or whatever it is. He it's- met our boy Michael Hearn. No shit. Yeah, I think you like the post, but you know, Mister Baby, don't hurt me himself. Yeah, he met him and like, uh, like he's right here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Baby, don't hurt me. Yep, I did see that. Had a second comeback of, of his of his bodylifting, uh, weight bodybuilding career by just playing that song on a video over and over again. <laughs> Amazing. It's unbelievable. But no, yeah, he's doing the great. The internet's a great place. He is fucking phenomenal right now. He's officially signed to the UFC. Yeah, he's doing really well. Like if you if you're not following him on Instagram, I highly recommend you do. It's the Controller MMA uh, on That's Instagram. his Instagram handle. Yep, absolutely. Connor Matthews. T H E C O N T R O L L E R. I'm very M-M-A. much very much looking forward to his first big event. Um, that's going to be like nationally televised Saturday night. You know what I mean? Like one of the, even if it's an undercard, not the main event, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay for that one just to support him. Yep. Here's a video of Dana White, like uh, fist bumping him saying like, Hey, that was a great fight. That was, that's pretty cool. And the kid's good. The kid's got some, you know, and, uh, as Billy Joel would say, he's got chops. He's got chops. Yeah. He's got, he's got it. 
right. But uh, real quick, Sean, before we get out of here. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We got to do um, we got to do our college football playoff picks. We didn't talk anything about this. Uh, nobody was really talking about college football besides like the super diehards. But once it gets time to playoff talk, I mean, now we can start talking about it because it's taking place so next weekend. Monday. New Year's Day. Next weekend. Yeah. This coming weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in six days from now. Yeah. Uh, Monday, Monday night. So you got two games. You got Bama, Michigan, and Texas. Uh, Texas and uh, no Ohio State. Oof. Fuck off. Hold on. Uh, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama. Washington, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I'm still picking. I'm going. I think we're going to have a Bama-Texas rematch from the Colt McCoy Longhorns days. And I think Texas is going to get their revenge. Yeah, you think I'm so? going to go against my everything. I'm going to go against everything I know and go against everything that I think I know. And I'm not going to pick Bama to win this year. I'm not picking Bama to win. I think that I think they're the worst of the four teams. I don't. I think they're the best. But I mean, no, they had a bad year. It doesn't matter. Dude, they're SEC. That automatically puts a, the worst. Like the, the most you got to remember if Texas, Washington and, Notre, uh, and Michigan were in the SEC, they'd be middle middle of the road teams, too. But they're not. They get to feast upon cupcakes. Not that Bama doesn't, but the games that Bama has to play and win, you know, Georgia, mm-hmm. most, most importantly. I mean, the SEC title game, yeah, that's a big one. And knocking off the Bulldogs was massive. And I don't know. I, everything says to me Bama's going to win it, but I'm going to go and I'm going to take an outlier here, and I'm going to take a little bit of a chance, and I'm going to root. I'm, I'm going to root for the Longhorns, and I'm going to pick the Longhorns because I think they're going to have their, what was it, 2010? They lost to Bama with Colt McCoy when Colt McCoy got hurt. Was it 2010? I think it was. Yeah, Texas-Bama. Mm. It was the, tw- oh, no, it was 09, I'm sorry. It was played in 2010, but it was 09. And uh, Bama won 37-21. I think. But Cole McCoy, if you remember, Cole McCoy got hurt early in that game. I can't. It feels like Colt McCoy was in college 20 years ago, the same time as like Reggie Bush. It feels like he's been in the league. Reggie like Bush was, years. no, Reggie Bush was like a rookie. Reggie Bush was a rookie in 06. Yeah. That 06 draft was Mario Williams, Reggie Bush, Vince Young. Yeah, I'm saying Jay but Cutler, it, feels like, it feels like Colt McCoy was like Len that Whale. class. Like that's, it feels like he's been in the league for like so long. No, he was after that. Yeah, he much after that. Four or five years after that. But oh, yeah. That's a long time. It's a whole class. Yeah, he got drafted in, two, in 2010. I would say if I had to put my money down on the team today, I think Michigan. I think I think the whole Jim Harbaugh thing, getting suspended off the sidelines. I think the team's going to rally. The, the, the team plays well. The team has, a, has that little bit of a comeback streak in them. They're like, going to get their dicks kicked in by Alabama. I don't know. Bama's going to run roughshod through Michigan. Michigan yeah. is Michigan. They, they Because the thing is, is Bama's battle-hardened. Bama's played teams as good as Michigan all year. Oh, yeah, no. Michigan's maybe, maybe has played teams as good as Bama once, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think Texas and Washington. The only reason I say Texas is because I think they have, I, I think they match up well enough. 
I don't know enough about Texas. I know. I, I know, just. Um, I just know they've they've got a really good defense. They got a really good offense, and they play in a big time conference where there is good teams that you don't necessarily hear about. But I just think it's going to be the revenge game from two thousand nine. Who's it? Oh, it's Quinn Ewers right now. Because I was I was like I was like, what's the yeah. dude's name that's starting over Arch? It's Quinn. Quinn Quinn's Ewers, going back, is, and he's he's, and he's back coming next back year next too. year, yeah. which has already opened up the transfer portal for Arch Manning. Do you think he leaves though? Ah, uh, he might. You think so? He might. He was a, he was a basically like a red-shirted like rookie. Yep. But a if red-shirted they freshman. But if they feel like he can do better somewhere else, he'll be out the door. The family depends. Well, I mean, when your uncle is Peyton Manning and Eli Manning and your grandfather is Archie Manning. I mean, I don't know if you've know this about the Mannings, but they tend to call their own shots. Uh, it doesn't seem like it seems a lot of people saying you know, Arch Manning is probably not going to go to the transfer portal. It it was it was rumored that he was he could be going to it. Obviously, nothing is nothing is known as of right now. Yeah, of course not. But that can always change. Me. Um, I'm still putting my money. I'm so I don't know. I feel like it's going to be Michigan. Jim Harbaugh leaves. He gets a crazy contract from an NFL team like the Chargers. They give him the Godfather role. He does whatever he wants, and I think that's going to be proceeds like to run them into the ground. That's going to that's going to be his swan song leaving and then bail leaving. and then bails out again. Oh, 100 percent. That's always what he does. Um, so you're going Michigan. I'm going. I'm going Texas. Michigan. I'm going Michigan. I'm going against thing. my better judgment, and I'm picking Texas over Bama. I want it to be noted that if Bama wins it, I don't think Bama wins it this year. I, I don't know. I know they just had like a down year. Everybody's like, "Well, you just picked half the fucking field, dickhead." You know, I'm no. I'm getting off the fence. Just want to say I'm going against my better judgment in picking Texas. If all right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give my second pick. If it's not Michigan, it's Washington. I'm picking Washington as my second favorite team. I think Washington would be number four for me in the rankings. Isn't it? We're in opposite scale, opposite sides of the, of the spectrum. I think, I'd go. I think, I'd go one Bama, two Texas, three Michigan, four Washington. I'm completely opposite. Um, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Bama. I just don't think Bama's that good this year. I think that this is a transition year for them. It is. And they're not that good this year. Yeah. But they're still better than everybody else. They're still better than a lot of teams. Yeah. And that's the thing with Bama. Like, that's the thing with these SEC teams. It's like, you can't... You can, Yeah, they, the SEC had I would what I would consider a pretty down year across the board. Yeah. Georgia looked like they were going to be world beaters early on, but they kind of came back to off. the pack. It fell off. And then Bama was able to take advantage of it. But even though the SEC had a down year... Mm-hmm. They still have so much more talent throughout that roster than every other team. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the way the SEC has been for the last fifteen years. It's, it's uncanny. It's just you can't, you can't compete with it. Like you know, Clemson had their little flare up that lasted two or three years because they had Trevor Lawrence and they were, and and uh, and Deshaun and they had two great quarterbacks and they were able to kind of build off of that. And then as soon as that wasn't there, they were gone. Yeah. But. You know, Georgia didn't have any great quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. Bama hasn't had a great quarterback in, Jesus Christ, since, I don't know, whenever. Like, no one was looking at Hurts and Tua and Mack when they were in college and being like, wow, these guys are great. Yeah, they were good in college, but they weren't They weren't Heisman candidates. They so weren't. Georgia or Alabama? Bama. It was just Tua. Tua was, like, the only real guy that everyone, like, hyped up. Well, Hurts, because Hurts left after he got benched in the national championship. Remember? Yes, of course. Saban went to the bullpen. Of course. And, you know, give me the lefty. And he and Tua came out and, and throttled that game. I mean, they beat Georgia in that game. 
Maybe maybe Bart Starr was the best Baylor quarterback of all time. Yeah, oh my God! You know who was a you know who was a quarterback of uh, Alabama many many years ago? Joe Namath, Freddie Kitchens, Fred Kitchens. Holy shit! Nineteen ninety two, he was the quarterback of Alabama. Jesus, back in the dark ages of Alabama. Nineteen ninety two, he passed for one thousand six hundred yards. Oof! <laughs> Anytime I see Fred Kitchens stuff, I have to laugh. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah. Mike Shula? Nah, I'm not going to count Mike Shula. Who did Mike Shula end up coaching? He ended up coaching Bama afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, wasn't he what, he was he was the coach of uh, of Bama when Tebow was making his uh, decision. Was he? I think he was coaching Bama when when Tebow was coming out of high school and he was they were trying to recruit him. I'm looking up right now. He was not saying what when he coached Alabama I looked for it doesn't say it has to. Uh, a graduate a graduate of the University of Alabama he was the school da, da, da. he did coach the school from 2003 to 2006 okay, there you go only three years ah, he must have did shit yeah he, well he didn't land Tebow <laughs> that was the deal breaker right, that was ultimately 06 I was about the, the Gators won the national championship in 06 with uh Oh, what was that skinny kid they had at quarterback? Tim Robbins. No. Um, Tim White? No. Timmy Hasselbeck. Oh, my God. What was his goddamn name, dude? He's going to piss me off that I can't pull this up off the top of my head. Chris Leak. Oh, I didn't have that. And Tebow was the backup. And I remember Tebow scoring a touchdown in garbage time at the end of that 06 National Championship game. I think it was against Ohio State. And they were just throttling him. Oh, no, it was LSU against Ohio State. Who the fuck did they beat in 06? Whatever, it doesn't matter. But I remember Tebow, like, rushing for a touchdown. Uh And T being like, this kid right here is the future. He's like, Chris Lee's good, but this kid, Tebow, is the fucking future. Oops. And I was like, all right. And then Tebow mania began the next year. And it was fucking insane. It was awesome. That, that sucks, though. He never worked out in the NFL. He just couldn't throw it. Uh, no. And Russell Wilson is quickly diverting back to Tebowisms, where he's throwing to open guys, not throwing guys open. My, if you ever hear him singing, my God is an awesome <laughs> God before games. Run. Hey, you know what, though? The last time we had a quarterback like this, like, you know, we had Tebow. That led to Peyton Manning. I don't know what Russell Wilson could lead to. But maybe, maybe. Aaron Rodgers? Nah, that ship has sailed. And besides, we're not bringing back Nathaniel Hackett, and that's part of Rodgers' uh You see Rodgers came out today on Pat McAfee's show and basically says, like, he wants more Packers guys on the team next year. Like, just, just, why don't you just let Aaron Rodgers just be head coach and GM at the same time as the Jets? Well, he did, he, say, has, he did say he's like, I don't have any power over signing him. He's like, but they will consult me. And he has a they'll, lot of power. they'll ask me like, hey, are you, you know, this guy, that guy? Would you be familiar with this guy? And he's like, yeah, I'm familiar with this guy. I like that guy. They literally I'll advocate signed, for guys. He's they like, signed Lazard and he's done absolutely nothing. They but he's like, bench him. well, because Aaron Rodgers isn't there. Yeah. If A-Rod was playing, Lazard's probably got some productivity to him. And same thing with, um, what's his name? The dude that's always with Rodgers from Green Bay forever, Cobb. Cobb, yeah. Yep. He, he's like, and then next year he wants uh, 
I can't say the guy's name. Bakhtavari. David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari, thank you. He wants him next year, too. Oh, yeah, because they desperately need a line help, so that would make sense. Although Bakhtiari has been not great, but he's, okay, one, he's, of, boys. he's, one, of, but he's one of A-Rod's best friends. So. Exactly. Hey, man, listen, if I was the head coach or the quarter, if I was the quarterback and I was a superstar quarterback and I was changing teams, like, yeah, I'd be wanting to bring all my boys with me. But we make fun of the Jets organization for bending over backwards for this dude all the time. Well, yeah, all because, I mean, all right, so we figured maybe Aaron Rodgers has, what, three more years left in him? Okay, well, cross off one. Yeah, maybe <laughs> two. Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> two. Two years left. Like, that, and then, well, that's it? Really? That's all we're going to get? Speaking of two years left, big rumors coming out. Kelsey's calling it quits at the end of this year. Really? That's the big rumor. He's going to go work for Pfizer full time? He's going to go work Tour for- Tour the world with his broomstick girlfriend? That's the big rumor. He's leaving with uh, with T Swift to go on tour. Wouldn't that be great? Okay. He's in bye the background. Bye. Nice to meet you. Where you've been <laughs> dancing things. It's like who's this six foot seven dude back there dancing like crazy? My wife accused me of singing Taylor Swift the other day, and I was like, "That's not Taylor Swift." What song is it? I don't even remember what it was. You have to ask my wife. But she accused me of singing Taylor Swift, and I was like, "That's not not what. That's not even the song." And she's like, and she plays me the song that she thought I was singing. I'm like, no. And I went and looked up the song. I had to like Google the lyrics because I didn't know what the fucking song oh, was. Oh, I make up lyrics all the time. But it was like, I don't know, it was like some fucking random pop singer song guy or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, this is the song I was singing. She's like, that didn't sound anything like it you singing. I was like, yes, it did. I was like, it's not my fault you're fucking tone deaf, okay? I'm not, a, I'm not a professional singer also. Also that. And I'm like, and also you just, no. I'm like, it's not my fault that you're a closet Swifty and you hear Taylor Swift and everything. Oh my, my I mean, two and of our closest friends are Swifties. I saw like her eyes just turn red. And I was like, I love you. Like, my, my wife went to the concert and then also got tickets to go see the movie theater. And then I thought she was kind of crazy for doing that. And I was like, whatever. Like, you enjoy it. That's fine. She asked me, and she says tongue-in-cheek, but I don't believe a fucking word she says. Mm. She said, do you want to watch the Taylor Swift movie at home? And I was like, absolutely not. No. It's three hours. And I was like, I, I would... I would literally rather kill myself. I said I'd rather be forced to clean the entire house than watch that movie. I I have that none none of it interests me at I'd all. I'd rather go like change the oil on my car, which I'm is the fine most, with that. Which is like, but yeah, but like it's tedious. It's it's tedious. It's dirty. It's gross. And it's like cool. I did something that affects like yeah, it keeps my car alive. But like it's not like my car runs better now. Or it's cooler because of it. I'll go outside and start my lawn. I just wasted an hour and a half of like, you know, getting dirty for no reason. Better make sure the chainsaw starts. Let's start the lawnmower. Let's start the snowblower. Ah, everything's working. Okay, I can go back inside. I'm going to take my lawnmower and run it through the snow. That's what I'm going to do. Yes. When she asked me that, and she was like, oh, I was just joking. I was like, no. No, you weren't. You You, were testing the waters. Dead ass serious. You know, that was like one of those things where Lauren, get the fuck out of here. Lauren jumped. No, she's not in the doorway. I just saw Lauren join the chat. She's like, I heard my name. Lauren joins. (laughs) You're getting called out live for being a a half Swifty. Yeah. Swifty Junior. You're... I don't know what you call them. It just oh God, there are there. It's crazy to me that there are actual grown adults that call themselves Swifties. Yeah, that's like the thing. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, I'm not saying she's a no talent hack. She's clearly got talent. Nah, she's crazy. But she like made five billion dollars on a tour. I know, but like how? I don't know. She's like Who? she's like the she's like the new thing. Like, I don't know. I know, but like why? I don't... Who decided that? I don't know who decided Beyonce. Because it's not like she's been. It's not like she just like you know she's like a Johnny come lately. She's been around forever. 
I say what I want to say, Lord. <laughs> get your name, get my name out of your mouth. <laughs> my show. Stand behind whatever, whatever I say on my show, even if it is about former Dartmouth High teachers, coaches. That was the funniest thing. I was like, who is this guy? I'm like, and then you looked it up and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> he did punch a kid. He did. And we had someone in the chat and it was like, yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah true story. True story. Um, all right. Anything else? Do we want to leave it there? Yeah, we can leave it with your, with your wife being a half Swifty. She's a half Swifty. She's 50%, she's a 50% Swifty. All right. Would she watch the Taylor Swift movie on a, like the three-hour concert album? God, no. All right. She's, would, she watch she, half, would she watch half of it? No. She might not even be a half Swifty then. She would probably fall asleep. It's a movie, so she'd she, fall asleep within she might be 10 a, minutes. She might be a Swift. She's a, sw- she's a Swift. Swift. Yeah, and the, yeah, I'm a Swift. Yeah. Hell nah, see, hell nah, she wouldn't even watch it, so there you go. Yeah, I don't think she would. But she thought I was singing a Taylor Swift song. What song? I uh, don't, Lauren, what I song do you think she was singing? She's not going to remember either. This is like two months ago. Oh, damn, I thought it was like the other day. No, but she accused me of singing a Taylor Swift song. I'm like, I don't know who, t- I couldn't, like, you could play me a Taylor Swift song, and I'll be like, I don't know who no, this I is. No, I know a few just because I hear her. All right, I, I would know the Shake It Off song. Okay, I, that's not the first one I thought of. When I, when I think of Taylor Swift, I think of uh, uh, I, I got I got a bad name, baby, and I'll write your name. I got a something. No idea. Ah, fuck! I messed up the. Whole, all right, I don't even know that song. Because it's it's like if it's on Five One Zero Seven, they all sound the same to me anyway. I couldn't tell you the difference. I really couldn't. Shake it off. Okay, shake it off is like right up there. That's the only one I could because, and the only reason I know that one was because it was in Ballers. Oh, Bad Blood. No, yeah, we got bad blood. It's like her, like hating on did Katy Perry or some shit. I would have, I have no idea who that. I would, I would have had if you didn't tell me that was Taylor Swift. I know the song. Yeah. If you didn't tell me it was Taylor Swift, I'd have no idea. Well, I don't know a lot of artists to come out with shit like that. Kill is like, oh, that's what's what's the but name? That's, I'm like, in but in Taylor Swift's defense, I guess sort of like if you asked me to name like five Elton John songs, I probably couldn't. I love whatever. I'd be like Rocket Man number one. <laughs> And I think it's gonna be long, long Rocket time. Rocket Man verse two. You know what I laugh about, which has become like a thing, a meme online, which is like, like people are judging, like, oh, men that do this ha- are, are like gay, and it's like a bunch of men, including me, posting gifts of Ellen John, like <laughs> definitely gay because you can say whatever you want, <laughs> and it was just like men that like enjoy like, like just like normal things. It was just like. It was like getting a haircut and stuff like that. They're like, if you enjoy getting your haircut, like you're gay. And I'm like, all right, Elton John. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and it was just makes me laugh. Like it's like a new thing. Like people like uh, like men that like like thicker women. It's like if you like thicker women like this, you're gay. And I'm like, do 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 do. And people just next time I see it, I'll screenshot it and send it to you. Yeah, yeah. please do. And it's always a woman just starting shit. Like men that like this are, are so insecure. And For the like, record, I do hate getting my haircut. That's why I shave my head now. You hate getting your haircut? I just I hate. My time is very valuable. Oh, it is time consuming. So for me to take like two and a half hours of my day to drive to go see my barber, who I love, by the way. Yeah. And he's awesome. But like I got to drive to Somerset to go see him. Are you going to Somerset? See, I support my friends. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I support my friends. So when I drive over there to see him, by the time I get there, it takes takes half hour to get there. Then I get there, you know, it takes an hour to get your hair cut. And then you pay him, you leave him a good tip because he's your friend and he's good. And then you drive a half hour back and it's like, cool, there was two hours and 15 minutes of my day. That's Yeah, that's fair. And I'm okay. like, even if it was five minutes down the street, it's still an hour and 10 minutes out of my day. 
<laughs> That's true. You know, I'm and I'm just like, nah, man. You know what takes like thirty seconds? That's it. It's all it takes. It's, I can't stand getting my hair cut. It's like my biggest pet peeve because it just it. It's a. It's like I hate the fact that I suck at doing it myself because Why? I have to take time to do it. Y- your wife is just now just started to turn it on you. She goes, but do you still support him if you're just doing it yourself? <laughs> just calling you out. Well, if I'm going to get it done, I go see him. No, she's like, no, but you don't support him now, so now you're. Well, no, him. obviously not, because it's like, well, you know, he's all the way over there, <laughs> and I'm all the way over here. You know? Oh, he understands. God. He gets it. You know, it's fine. It's, it's like, oh, you live like. And it's not like, you know, me not going there. It's like it's not like his kids miss Christmas because I haven't got my haircut in three years. You sure? Yeah. Okay. He does fine. Trust me. He's you know, I go to book a haircut with him. That's the other thing. I go to book a haircut and I'm like He's booked for months. I'm like, God damn, I gotta pick this shit like six weeks out. Yeah, that sucks. And I'm like, what the fuck? I do it for me and my son. Like we go to the same the same girl we we've gone to for years now. And she's like, Oh, I'm booked for like through March. And I'm like, Holy shit, Sammy, like what the fuck? That's crazy. How are you booked through my like? You know, hair grows. Like I gotta get as a guy. Like I need every three weeks. There's no, no, Once no, no, no. Oh, I still go. Like I'm booked with her through then. But she's like, oh, we gotta keep it going like for two months in advance. And I'm like, what happens if I die? Like I'm all, I all these haircuts I can't make. Yeah, she's gonna have an opening. <laughs> I think of like the most morbid shit. I'm like what happens if I get in a car accident? I'm like booked four months out. I'm like I'm gonna fucking ruin a bunch of shit. Oops. Oh my god. Guess I'll have to. Guess you'll have to come to my house and I can cut your hair for you. The bold. I have one haircut that I give. I'm excellent at it though. Yes, yes. Yeah. The bold. Yes, the bald look. Bald is beautiful, sir. I ask Cole all the time, I'm like, you want you want to go bald? He's like, no. I always threaten. I don't know. I just ask him, like, you want to go to crew cut like really down? He's like, no, because I like long hair. I'm like, you don't even have long hair. <laughs> it's it's great having a conversation with him is just so. Kids great. are fucking hilarious. It, it's so fantastic. Well, all right, let's leave it there. Oh, wait, hold on. I got, I got a funny kid story. Opening presents yesterday, obviously. Oh, funny Christmas story, too. Santa. So Cole's opening presents from my wife and I. Then he has presents from Santa. And then he has presents that he thinks are like his, his elf on the shelf, Django. His name, I didn't help him pick it. <laughs> Badass name. Django, his ideas that he gave to Santa. So it's like Django's presents, Santa's presents, and then presents from my wife and I. He gets through it all. Wait, the elf on the shelf gives presents? No, no, no. The Elf on the Shelf does not give presents. But he's like, oh, I said this in front of Django. Django must have given it as an idea to Santa, and Santa thus gave it to me. So technically, this is Django's idea for a gift. So he's like, this, 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 this. He's like like Charlie Day. So Django tells Santa what to get him? Yeah, and then Santa also knows what to get him. But wouldn't that just come from Santa? He's five. <laughs> he's Charlie Day and always studying Philadelphia. He's been up for 72 hours trying to figure out the mystery. And he's just like all the red dots. He's like, this is all the things that happen. Opens up all the gifts, like ecstatic as a pig and shit. He's like unprompted. He's like, thank you, mommy. Thank you. Like, thank you. Uh, thank you, daddy. Thank you, Santa. Thank you. Thank you, Django. Mommy, did you buy me anything? I fucking died. And I was like. You know, Cole, I'm like, I'm like, the presents are for mommy and I. Like, like the both of them. He goes, Oh, oh. Just seemed like daddy knew a lot of these. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, kid, like you're gonna get me shot by my by your mother. <laughs> Perfect. Like he stops dead, points, and he was like, Did you get me anything? And I was like, Wow, kid, like you really are gonna get me in like hot water. Because all the stuff like that we get him from us, he was like, That's exactly what I wanted. He's like, 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 we've talked about this like a million times over. 
And then like he like I, and I'm glad Lauren's still listening to this because I want Lauren to ask Kayla about it. My wife is like still so upset about it. She still talks about it. She goes, I can't believe he like stopped dead ass and he was like, Did you get me anything? That is funny. And she was awesome. like, she's like, I almost want to be like, next year I'm not getting you shit. <laughs> <laughs> next year be like, too coal from mommy. And then just give him a huge lump of shit. Not even coal. Oh my, oh like my just god. Just dried dog crap. Just so, call me in July and I'll just like put a put one out on the put some out on the driveway. Not to keep talking about kids, but it's funny you say because Cole, Cole, he gets, he gets, doesn't understand what Cole is, so he thinks people are just saying his name. <laughs> so we went to his like, like, like because um, he's five. Yeah, because he went to it. We went to his school musical, and because they're all five. and they're all singing Christmas songs. And it's cute and it's adorable, and they're doing different things. And is it? That sounds terrible. Nah, it's fun. It's fun for me. Like I enjoy because he's uh, he's so happy. And, like the emotions you get as uh, a you, parent. Oh, here we go. It's a, yeah. Uh, until you have a child. Nope, absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the emotions I get from that, it's like, oh, this is really cool. I really enjoy this. Um, I got super emotional the other day watching the 2001 Pepsi 400, but whatever. <laughs> You're like the emotion from the tires on the track. <laughs> um, I don't know why you got Italian, but you did. So the. The one of the teachers like asked hypothetically, "Is anybody getting coal for Christmas?" Raise your hand, and he goes like, and he's like, "I'm gonna be at Christmas." Like he doesn't understand it, and I just went like just laughed out loud, and I was the only parent to laugh because I'm watching my son named Cole raise his hand saying, Are "You getting coal?" And he's like, "Yeah," like he has no idea. It's the best. It's like that's the one bad thing about naming him Cole. He's just confused by that. Only for now, Christmas time. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts, because the confusion will soon go away. Oh God, yeah. And then it'll turn to anger, and anger leads to the dark side, and then you'll all be dead. So whatever. Uh, I I sneaky got him without my wife knowing a Michael Myers toy. He nice. is he fucking loves it. But I had to like like pre warn him. I'm like, hey, when we open this up, like it's like a severed head, like a guy like gutted to death. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fine. Totally like no sold it. So he's like, yeah, yeah. I just want the Michael Myers guy to play with my wrestling figures. And he's like, but put the knife in his hand. So the Michael Myers comes into the ring as a wrestler, and he's like, finish your move, knife to the stomach. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I'm like, you're thinking about this, like, you're like outside the box thinking. I'm like, love it. Michael Myers is in the WWE, like, fighting these other wrestlers. I mean, all works. It adds up. If Paul was here, Fucking Paul would be furious right now. Shit this. adds up. Oh, yeah. yeah, because we're talking about wrestling. Wrestling. And I got Cole a Creed CD signed <laughs> by all the members. And Cole's like, can you take? <laughs> nah, I wish. I would really want him uh, on his phone to have nothing but Creed ad just to fuck with him. It'd be so funny. We could make it happen. We could just spam his Facebook wall with Creed shit. I hope he just like, one time I'm over here and he falls asleep, I'll be like, Monique, unlock his phone. And I'll just fucking type Creed everything into his phone for all just of his Creed, search Creed, bars. Creed, Creed, like Creed, 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 Creed greatest Creed, hits. Creed. Creed CD. Creed, when do they go on tour? Creed this. Like, he's just, follow everything on Spotify. Like. <laughs> Download it all. I go and follow every member of the band on every social media. He would just lose his mind. Yeah, what the fuck? All right. Yeah, sorry. I got I got real kidsy at the end there, but it was funny. A- any funny Christmas stories happened yesterday to you? Uh any any family members uh do anything crazy? No, I worked yesterday, so no. That's right. Fuck. I keep yeah. forgetting that. Sorry. And Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's ass. It is what it is. But it's not gonna be like that next year. Next year you're gonna miss it, I think. Uh, no, uh, probably not. It takes place on Wednesday. Uh, it depends if my schedule changes. Oh, schedules schedules could start changing as soon as like the summer. Damn, really? Yep. I mean, I'll know about it in like February, March, but okay. You know, it is what it is. I don't. It's, it's Christmas Day. I'm gonna be like I said. I'm gonna be 39 
Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Like Christmas is like to me is like it's just another day. It's just another day now. Like and and everybody says that when you're a kid, they're like, ah, don't worry. When you get a little older, Christmas is just another day. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. I love Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I still bought some eggnog. I still, you know, decorate with lights. You know, we didn't decorate up here this year, which I completely forgot to do. Oh, that's okay. Um, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, the bar downstairs, I put lights on that. Like, yeah. you know, we get awesome. the tree, the train. You know, and I'm like, I'm looking at my train, and I'm like, it's up and running, and I'm like. Well, I don't want to put this away. Yeah, like, yeah I don't want yeah. to leave this up, but I'm like, where the fuck am I going to put it? Exactly. You know, so now I got to try to find somewhere up here to put my train. You can clear off the desk behind. You. I could, I could actually. I was thinking about that, building a little train. As soon as I soon like behind you, I was like, you could clear out the whole middle, and then the middle could be the cars. Right over here in the corner too, I could do. Or you just move the desk to there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you have it going with like a sign holding it up. <laughs> the only thing about my trains, and the only I couldn't run them on that while we're on air is they're just loud. They're O gauge and they're super loud. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're old. They're post-war Lionel originals, so they're all from, like, 1946 to 1950. God damn. And they weigh a ton, and the track is super loud, which is cool yeah. when you have, like, a whole train set. But what I was thinking, I was spitballing this idea to my wife the other to, earlier tonight, and I was like, well, we have our, like, house. Like, we have, when we have our house down in Florida, we move. I'm like, I'm going to need to build, like, a big train room. When we leave. When we have a bigger area, I want a big train room, and I'm going to build South Park, Springfield, and Quahog and have trains running through each one. <laughs> Geekity. What I think. About, what about Beetlejuice Land? No, I want. I'm just thinking about the, his, him in the attic. I, I'm just going for like the three greatest cartoon cities of all time Quahog, Springfield, South Park. They're nowhere close to each other. Exactly. That's why you need Colorado, trains. Colorado, Indianapolis, get... Rhode Island. <laughs> Allegedly. What? Quahog? No, Indianapolis. No, it's Indianapolis. They kind of like no. They said it could have been Missouri. It could have been because remember they had the, there's the four states that border that borders uh, Springfield. It was like Alaska, Arizona, Florida, and Maine. <laughs> they never know. gave up the location. I thought it was, I, I thought it was always implied Indiana. I always thought it was in the Midwest. Like it was just a poduck with Midwest town, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. The last episode, they'll be like, "We've been in Indiana the whole time." Fuck yep. you. Fuck you. But I I thought about that today, but I was like, man, I'm like, I've looked at how much work my dad's done on his, like, his train set would probably fit, like, on this table. Yeah. And I look at how much work and how much detail went into that, and I'm like, whew, maybe when I'm retired. Yeah, it's a, it's a commitment. That's a serious Dude, hobby. The amount of hours my dad has logged putting into his train set is insane. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, a that man hobby. built, like, but he built, like, some of the houses from the ground up. Like, he cut the wood planks, like, 45 them. Yeah. On his, like, you know, he has, like, a little... Uh, Table saw? A little, like, teeny tiny... Um, no, not not a skill saw. I can't remember the name of it, but whatever. And uh, it's got, like, you know, the air thing, because it's for, like, cutting, like, fine, tiny wood. Yep. And he, like... he But he, like, 45s, like, the things. He builds railings, and then, like, he's got, like, rope, but it's just, like, thread. Yeah. You know, yeah. to be the railings. And, yeah. like, you know, he's got the direct TV dish on this one, and then he put, like... I don't know, he, he, like, shaped copper wire and painted it gray to look like a conduit running down. He's like, well, how the fuck is it hooked up? If it's not, there's going to be a conduit there and a wire, right? Like, it just doesn't just sit there. And he's like, you look at that. How the fuck is it going to work? And I'm like. He's like, Wi-Fi. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, and the guy's got fucking immense talent and patience. I couldn't do And that. an eye for it. And I'm I like, do I don't that. have that eye. I'm oh, like, no. I do that. 
Maybe I'll develop it someday, but no, I couldn't do that. I I don't think that that's ever. But like I feel like by the time things. my dad was, but by the time my dad was my age, he had a much better handle on like landscaping and how things should look and what looked good and what didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like I'm just like still like fumbling around, like yeah, my backyard looks nice, but it's because I've had you know I just basically carbon copied my dad's, and I was like, yep, that works. <laughs> I like that. That works for me. Doesn't that's not not a bad thing to do though? No. Say you have your energy put to something else instead. I guess so. Yeah, it's like this show. This yeah, is my vision. Exactly. <sighs> all right. Let's get let's get let's get out of here. Eventually, we'll be on TikTok, Twitch, all those things at the same time simultaneously, and then we'll have crazy like seventeen year olds jumping in here and just be like, Brian. I would Ad- like to have. I that, love Brian. Adams. I'd like to have that done by like two weeks, but yeah, that's that's a tough gap. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of work for me. You're going to put that new PC right to the ground. The PC is like, I don't know about all this shit. Oh, no. The PC will handle it just fine. This won't handle it just fine. It's just I, I don't have the – anyway, I won't bore you with the minutia. I don't have the skills um, sometimes to do, do some, of the, some of the things that I need to do. So it takes a lot of watching YouTube to figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah, of course. And that takes hours. Yes, it does. And you're like, oh, there's the answer. It's like imagine reading a whole textbook yeah. to try to find the answer to one thing. Who was the general of this specific army that right? And you're like, like, and you're like, I don't know. Here's War and Peace. Read through it, and you'll find it eventually. And you're like, oh, son of a bitch! It was on page seven hundred nine, seven hundred ninety out of a thousand. You're like, fuck! I just read seven hundred ninety pages of nothing that I didn't need to read. It was William Cagney the (laughs) Fourth. It was Benjamin Disraeli. (laughs) You don't even know who I am. All right, all right. Good shit, Sean. Uh, Thank you everybody for joining us. We'll be back next week. Right here, live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Happy New Year. Be safe. Call a cab. Yes. Call an Uber. Please fucking call Don't a cab. Don't be that person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, but Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. We'll see you all next Tuesday night. Adios. 845-ish. 845. We're going to start it at 845. I think yeah, Sean can get here by then. Yes. Because I don't want to start saying 845 and then you start pushing it to 9. No. So I'm going to hold you to 845. No, I'm still trying to get here for 830, but it's fucking... Uh. I know. I know. So we'll say 845. Uh, we'll be back 845 next week. We will have the... Uh, well, we'll know who's playing in the national championship. Yes, we will. And uh, we'll have the uh, the the NCAA playoffs will be done. Uh, we'll be one week closer to wild card weekend in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, lots going on. So... Um, Fuck the Celtics, fuck the Patriots, fuck Boston. I hope all your teams lose, and I hope all the bad things happen to your teams and only your teams. Nice. And uh, really other nice. than that, happy new year. Let's bring in 2024 on a, on a high note, ladies happy and gentlemen. Happy new year. Peace out. For Joey Fats Radio, I am Joey Fats, Mr. Betancourt, and Plizzy, who couldn't be here. Peace. Adios.